ham and egg, bitches. Sorry for all our lady listeners, but ham and egg in the house. We don't differentiate between genders on bitches. We don't. We don't. And that's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but it's January 25th. Yeah. It's Friday. Yeah. It's beautiful out. It's crisp. It's crisp, but it, the sun's out, dude. Sun's out. Blue skies. Vitamin D is out. Yes. But uh, still a little crisp. Still a little crisp. <laughs> but we're glad to be back on Oh, air. but Minnesota, dude. Carl sent me some snaps of his weather. Uh, like negative nine, negative twenty six. It's just miserable and dumping. There's snow. I can't wait to be routed through there. <laughs> dude. It's gonna be the worst fucking travel in the history of man. You no, know that's TSA, coming up for me right yeah, now. Yeah, I TSA know, is about to go out, check out hey, the weather. Thank you, listening audience. We love having you. Uh, we do at Ham and Egg Two on Twitter. We're pretty uh, excited about today. Right? Yeah, we've we've got a guest in studio. A guy that claims he's listened to many of the episodes and yes. you've heard his name bantied about. So as, as he puts his cans on and gets ready here, we got young. Our, our, our door is wide open. Is, is Youthful Austin trying to move his way in? Youthful Austin's joining us. He was actually studio. doing work related things. Yes, Channing, get up on that mic, huh? Or we not using your, we're not using your name. Oh, you are not using my name. Get up on that mic, kiddo. So I would like a different name. Can I have a yeah. stage name? Yeah. What stage name would you like to go? <sighs> Mister Gigglesworth. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's too late. Yeah. I think it's too late. I've, I've listened to a few of the podcasts, yeah. and my name was used way too much. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, there's a limited number of Channings in the Western United States. <laughs> right, literally, there is. Right? It's not. It's not like Steve, right? or JJ, or Austin, or yeah. John. <laughs> so you, you think people are gonna they're gonna identify you as this person? You're gonna get sought out. I might get hate mail. You hate never know. mail. I, I don't know. What have you done out oh, you there? <laughs> I don't go to sleep well, at night with these fears. Because you gave his, his wife a fucking plaque. Did you give her a plaque? Yeah. A plaque? Take yeah. us through that day. When she when she fell down six, eight flights of stairs. Oh, I was not involved with that day at all. So I, after the fact, I get the notice that somebody had fallen down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know it was her. Um, and so I got the notice and I... I don't think I was actually assigned as the investigator, but I went over and chatted anyway. We just happened to have a hold the handrail initiatives going on. So. <laughs> she didn't read the initiative, obviously. <laughs> yeah. No. Dude, she but, but she says she has a plaque still in her office that you had given her. The, it was the hold the handrail initiative yeah. okay. plaque, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the company went out and made these. And it, as she mentioned, you know, people don't think about it. You know, walking down the stairs is an easy thing to do. Everybody does it every day, but periodically people die doing it, right? Yeah. And so... When it happens as a company, you, you know, there are people that say we should take some type of reaction yeah. right, and put something up. And, well, and rumor has it she's not the only person that's fallen down that flight of stairs. Uh, I think we have another employee that fell down those flight of stairs. Uh, rumor has it. Which one? Jamie. Oh, yes. I've yes. heard the chief. Uh, do you remember Jamie? Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> later. <laughs> I don't want to bring her into it. All right. So let's go, let's go back a little bit. Um, we always like to ask our guests a little bit about their upbringing. And um, I, I know the answer to the first question of, of if he's house or apartment guy. But talk about uh, growing up on Linda Drive in Royal Grandy. So I am absolutely a house guy. Uh, didn't plan it that way, but my parents bought their house in 1959 uh, before I was born. So for a whopping $17,000. Uh, it's wow. funny because my dad told me for years, yeah, we paid $26,000 for that house. And... 
you know, it wasn't until later in life that he said, well, that, you know, the financing, it was 26 with the financing. It was really a $17,000 house. <laughs> That's so, amazing. Uh, and- yeah, no, I lived in the same house for, you know, 22 years. Yep. Uh, actually about 20 years and then uh, uh, moved out. But, it, you know, it's a, it is a different experience just being in the same place for a long time. So, so why did you make up a fictitious cat growing up? Uh, we had a cat named Hex. Nope. He was an absolute stud. Yeah, you claim this cat was the baddest ass fucking cat on the block, and nobody <laughs> ever saw the cat. Lipkin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking questions here. JG wants to know about Hex. He uh, he was tough. Hex was tough. So he was so tough. One time we had a bird. Um, we found a bird. It was dam. His wing was damaged. We brought him in, uh, put him in a little, uh, I don't know, shoebox. Uh, he got healthy and then took off flying, and then Hex just jumped up and swatted him down. <laughs> that makes him a tough cat. Uh, he, was t- he was just the toughest cat in the neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Oh, so. You're pretty proud of Hex. I know that. <laughs> What's up, dude? Uh, yeah. What Hex do to you? So We never saw the cat. Hex did not. We saw a bowl that got laid out on that. I mean, Jim came closer <laughs> to that bowl than Hex ever came closer to that bowl when they slept on your, on your porch one night. <laughs> Hex was a good cat. He was he was the toughest cat in the neighborhood. I don't understand somebody that didn't live in my neighborhood who comes and talks about my cat like that. I just don't understand it. We'll get Drew on the horn uh, at some Drew, point and Drew, verify Drew it. Drew lived in the neighborhood. He'll confirm it was okay. the toughest cat in the neighborhood. Okay. Oh, Mark that down. We write that Youthful down. Austin, yeah. Then we're going to get Drew on the horn and verify that he was the toughest cat. Um, back in your childhood days, and I forgot to ask one of our previous guests about this, did he or did he not stuff clay in your mouth when you were in third or fourth grade? So apparently it's debatable. So this is a long time memory that I've had that in second grade, Sandy and I both liked Joni Wheat and, <laughs> and Steve, it, Steve just motioned uh, young Austin to s- slow his typing it's down. Part, it's part of the goddamn show notes that we don't need a fucking mechanical keyboard. In <laughs> well, I don't think we need that type. Dude, no turn shit. the mic off. Bro. Yeah, something. Go ahead, Chan. Anyway, back in the second grade. Playground. So Sandy and I and Jenny Wheat are standing there chatting in a love triangle, if you will. <laughs> Again, this is just this is just all my recollection. Sandy's denied it all. And at some point in time he started chasing me and he ran me down and stuffed Play Doh in my mouth. Because you weren't fleet of foot. Uh Sandy's probably a little faster. <laughs> I mean Sandy's not fast by any stretch. But you're not fast. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, uh, Sandy kind of denies it now. Yeah. Um, it all, he denies a lot. If you listen to his podcast, uh, the whole Mayday thing was a whole different story than I recall, <laughs> but we can get back to that, right? Uh, you yeah. got a version on that, by the way? Uh, we'll talk. <laughs> we will. <laughs> we'll talk. But so, yeah, I think, you know, in my mind, it was a real event that happened. Yeah. Um, you know, I love Sandy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like the disclaimer. Uh, I don't think Sandy listens, so you've got no fear Perfect. here. Um, yeah. He's uh, much too busy. Yeah, so you grew up in the same house, uh, Linda Drive. Um, did you ever get the speed wobbles going down that street oh. on a skateboard? How many times did you wreck? He lived at the bottom of this hill. Yeah. And it was a scary hill. I've, I've wrecked on that hill. I don't, I don't know the number of times, but when we just think about all the you know, skateboards, skates, big wheels that have gone down that hill and something, you know, something happened. It had, Always. It had a little bit of a curve to it. Yeah, too. it did. Right so. there at the end is where you get that wobble and you couldn't really manage it. Oh, yeah. There, there was one time my brother and I were in a fight and I had one of those plastic 
the bow and arrow with the uh, rubber tips on them. Yeah. And I shot it. I, I forget why I was mad at him, and it hit him right in the head as he was coming down on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Didn't oh. take him out. I don't know. Oh, is this know. where you hit the car for like 12 hours? Uh, then I went into my dad's truck. <laughs> <laughs> And it was hotter than shit, and I was stuck in the cab of my dad's truck, and I couldn't get out. <laughs> uh, I was happy when my parents got home <laughs> to, ground, to ground me. Yeah. yeah. So you didn't <laughs> get the beating? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't get the beating. Did Craig beat the shit out of you a lot when you were a kid? Uh, he didn't. Yeah? He, he should have. Uh, no, I was, pretty, I was a pretty good kid. Is that brother or dad? That's brother. 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 That's brother. Dad, dad didn't beat me. John wouldn't beat him. Deanna might have. No. She probably, she probably hit you upside the head a couple times. No? Not really. No, no par- parents were good. They didn't really... So so we're from the same generation. You never got like a, a wooden spoon or a belt or like... You never got hit? Uh, I got the Hot Wheel track a couple times, <gasps> right? Yeah. I got the Hot Wheel Hot track. Hot Wheel track? Yeah. 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 You guys probably never got... Well, you might have got beat a little bit. Huh? Yeah. yeah. When I deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's funny though. I mean, I, I never once touched my kids. Have you touched, like, have you ever spanked your girls? Uh, probably shouldn't admit this on the air, but I did swat Adriana's ass one time, and I forgot what it's, Adriana's, and, yeah. and it was so loud. It was one of those where it's like, Shocking. Yeah. 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 My wife is coming down the stairs, and I'm like, and I'm trying to understand why it was that loud. Yeah. And why, <laughs> why it was a perfect slap at that yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And as a parent, I'm so conflicted about that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I never did. Yeah. Somewhere got me. I think it's a lack of Julie, communication. Julie did her best, but I was a little too shifty. So I'd get, I mean, I would always, she would have the belt, but I was just too, oh, really? too quick. But then, you know, Jeff got a hold of you. When Jeff got so what did Jeff do? What's the worst? Of- See, I, I think I got to repress that. I think I just hold on to the, that I would escape the initial, but then there was, yeah, I can't there imagine was, there, there was, was reparation. Ah, yeah. Dude, I remember one time I was drop kicked down the hallway. Like lifted up by my underwear and just like punted mm-hmm. from the living room to my bedroom door. I was pushed down steps. Uh, yeah. Yep. My mom threw me down the steps there at the old Grover place. She claims it was a, a misunderstanding, a slight push that got out of hand. But oh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> that, I understand fair. completely. All right. So uh, let's move on. Uh, Linda Drive. Um, then you go on and you're playing. What, 13-year-old baseball? We met in high school, right? So we met uh, before freshman. I think we started practicing. We started doing some uh, conditioning before freshman year. Yeah, right. hit a so home I'm, run off Joe Ugg. Uh, there at Ocean no. Park. I sure did. Sure did. Yeah, I don't. I don't you guys quite, weren't very good. I don't remember that. I do remember getting you in a triple play when, Again, I, when that's, you were on the Padres. <laughs> that's when I was nine. He's bringing up the nine-year-old year. He's brought this up for years. Though. I, one of the guys in the triple play. I did catch him leaning. <laughs> Who was it? Me, Bobby Gilstrap? And you, and, you and Bobby Gilstrap. So yep. Caught the ball in left field. Yep. Fired it to second base. Yep. They fired it to first base. Caught you both leaning. Yeah. Uh, never happened. That was the it's game. It's funny. It's exactly what Sandy Golden says. <laughs> it's fair. A lot of repression going yeah. on. Uh, um, okay. So, so yeah, we, we met... I, but we became friends in high school. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, well, you with, couldn't pass the math class, so and I did. It started with it started with freshman baseball, and then we had pre-algebra together. Correct. Um, what was our, what was our teacher's name? Uh, Mr. Sh- we started with Mr. Shaver. And what happened to him? Uh, I don't know what happened to him. He had a nervous breakdown. 
Don't you remember Shaver had a nervous breakdown? I don't remember why he left. He he had a nervous breakdown. He was the one that told us, I don't mind if you flunk, but flunk quietly. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and it was shortly after that that he was escorted off the yes. premise. I can relate to that, yeah. though. Yeah. No, no, no. He I was mean, at the end of his yeah. wit, so to speak. And then who did we get? We had Mr. Tuttle. Mr. Tuttle. We like Mr. Tuttle. John Tuttle. Yeah. Signed our yearbook. Uh, not only signed our yearbook, but he's the guy that would consistently come to class, and he would have shirts that would have holes in their armpits. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't care. No. Uh, Which is awesome. And then I passed the test and never had to take another lick of math, and you've been struggling with math ever since. So, JJ, we've Steve and I have had this ongoing conversation. So he was able, his freshman year in high school, to take a test and not have to do any more math. Yeah. So I went on. It's a long story, but I kind of went through an engineering curriculum and had calculus and differential equations and advanced engineering math. Yeah. And so, but ultimately, at this point in time, Steve would say he's better in math yes. because he was able to opt out. Absolutely. Do you have a, I mean, are, you saying, are you saying absolutely that's how Steve <laughs> yes. is or Steve yeah, Ryan? That's just, no, no, absolutely no, that's how Steve is. He's still bitter because I passed the test. <laughs> You're obviously better at math. <laughs> but, well, after uh, taking all those classes, you know, I, I passed it on the test. I didn't have to take the classes. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm not even saying that. I'm not saying I'm better than math in math, but I'm just to, saying so that. Lo- I'm just understanding the logic. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we deal that's, with it every day. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. On all accounts. Sales tax a bitch, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy? Sandy. I, don't know what to, I don't know what to call him. That's my, that's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> the non-golden variety. <laughs> all right. Uh, and we get through high school eventually. Um, God, there's some things in high school I'd like to ask, but... Uh, Real quick, I gotta revisit Mister Tuttle's shirt with yeah. his holy armpits. Are we talking? Are we talking like cotton shirts, like like the old polos, or like are you talking like short sleeve button downs? Button downs, right? They were short sleeve button downs. Uh, they're much more polyester yeah. in the early eighties. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Thank you, you. you guys. That's you guys, you guys missed a time, by yeah, the way. Yeah. No, you, you know that, <laughs> right? Multiple I mean, times, yeah, multiple. right? Yeah. But the eighties were yeah. Millennials, fucking like we screw up at the worst time. The worst. Yeah. Yet, you, you yeah. locked in thought there. I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking about what you said, and I, yeah, 80s were questionable. I mean, they were they, questionable. They, yeah, we had some good times. There was a lot of good times. You could take more 80s, risks. But... I'm telling you right now. Oh, we took all sorts of risks. You can take more okay. risks. So, but he was percent. the only guy in high school. A thousand percent. Yeah. So, so none of us wore seatbelts, except Channing. Good. Yeah. So this he's is not where an idiot. Safety, no, this is where his safety started. Well, yeah. bu- you guys no, no, gave no. him a fucking complex, and he's been chasing it ever since. Who'd your mom work for? She worked for a Department of Motor Vehicles. <laughs> so you knew That's the why. numbers, you, and you weren't a dummy. It It is, JJ, it's very simple. It, it's numbers. Yeah. Right? If you look at the number of people in, let's say, Idaho. Yeah. Um, Department of Transportation publishes numbers, and it's like 800 people a year die just because they're not wearing seatbelts. Right. They think they would have survived the crash. Just very silly. And it's it's a weird thing where when you talk to people that don't wear seatbelts, they're adamant about it. Well, I'm a I not, convert now. Passionate. I do not want to get caught upside down in no. a river with a seatbelt on. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'll fucking roll those dice. Steve and I have a game plan. <laughs> yeah. We've been in a lot of cars together, and we make exit plans on All the bridges. Time. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Christ. All the time. Hey. Get on board, yeah, kid. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Proactive thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You, you rub off on us, Channing. Oh, uh, that's so, crazy. So, by the way, crazy. I do not remember that at all. You don't? I, no. Okay. I don't. I mean, essentially, there was, a, there was a big push in the 80s to get people to wear seatbelts. People in the 70s didn't wear seatbelts. Can I derail this for a second? Yeah. How can you talk to me about safety and smoke cigarettes? Because sh- that's, <gasps> that's what runs through my mind every time I have a cigarette. 
Uh, it's that's, that's the numbers great, are there that too. Is, fair, that is a very fair. That is a great question. Um, I just look at it as any other. Let's say for industrial exposures, you measure the amount that you're exposed to. Sure. So keep it minimum. I would absolutely love to be a full time smoker. Yeah. But I'm wimpy. I'm scaredy cat. Yeah. And yeah. Remember that. I want to minimize. I want to minimize my risk. Right. Yeah. So I enjoy it. So I do it. I do it periodically. Yeah. It's. I think that makes I, a lot of sense. Yeah. Not, no. No. I'm not. I'm not a zero risk person, right? right? It's just about right. evaluating the risk. Absolutely, because I often, I often have that conversation of like, if I want to do like, this is my life. I sort of want to live it. it. Some, you know, and if I decide to have some exposure, then so be it. Yeah, so be it. Yeah, you manage it. Yeah, you make sure it's the right amount. No, yeah, smoking a fucking pack a day is is not f- like you're not supposed to do that. Just like you're not supposed to drink, you know, fucking soda every day, right? Like minimize your exposure. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry. But thank you for bringing that up. That I'm a hypocrite. Thank you. No. No, I mean. Because uh, I battle no, with no, it, dude. It's, it's my own but, hypocrisy, right? I think everybody we all struggles are, we all with are that. Hi- hypocritic. Yeah. Hypocritic? Hi- hypocritical. <laughs> Wrong one. <laughs> yeah. And I've never, I've never, well, I smoked at work once uh, One of the, when the, one of the safety engineers was uh, leaving my former employer. I had a cigarette with him. But of what, all your what, places what, of employment or just this one? Um, I'd say in the last yeah. 25 years, I've smoked smoke one cigarette at work. Edwards. Uh, it's probably longer than 25 years. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's right he, at the 25. He did what I, it's right at yeah. the 25 year mark. So you have some restaurant experience, sir. I have a lot of restaurant experience. Let's do um, that. So in college, he waited tables at Marie Callender's. Yeah, correct. So I made. Pizzas in high school, moved on to... Yeah, I uh, forgot about that. Yeah, I was a pizza guy and <laughs> figured out, hey, tips are good. Yeah, that's really smart. Tips are good. So I went to work for uh, Marie Callender's uh, bust for a while and uh, had a great location, uh, great view of the coast. Uh, it was actually fantastic. Food was just okay. They'd like to tell you from a corporate standpoint, it's better than okay, but it, food was just okay. But worked with Jim and Drew and fun group of people and oh uh, wow yeah my greatest memory of there is after uh the night before mother's well mother's day i had taken my mom randy and i took my mom to marie calendars for brunch and you were our server but that was right after i got out of the pen uh sandy and i and chris got uh arrested the night before uh chris got (laughs) chris got his dui and sandy and i got thrown in the pen with him uh (laughs) You just did. got out the morning before, and my mom would not bail me out. We called, and she's like, he can rot in that fucking place. Yeah, you can. But I bought her breakfast the next morning. She was cool. <laughs> I bought that loyalty <laughs> right back that next morning. <laughs> but he was our server at Marie Callender's that morning. Oh, no Do you shit. remember that? Are, are you surprised, JJ, about how much jail time Steve's friends have had? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but it goes to that generational thing where it's about taking risks. Like, I, again, like it's... We it's, did. We shouldn't have. It's life altering in today's day and age to go to jail, yeah. versus you could make mistakes. You could. You could. We did. I, I think part of it was the regulatory environment. So around drinking and driving, yeah. was, they were just starting to tighten Figure up it on out. regulations. Yeah. yeah, it was really the Nancy Reagan. You know, yep. everybody, let's do yep. the right thing. And yeah, it makes it totally makes sense. Of course, uh, uh, they had every right. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was. Tough times back then. That yeah, was the yeah. 80s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to uh, lovely Cal Poly. You majored in engineering because you had finally gotten through all your math struggles. And you decided to be an engineer. 
so it wasn't quite that sequence. So <laughs> it was more like I was a terrible student in high school. You're absolutely right. Uh, I had a whopping 2.8 GPA coming out of high school. And but back up a sec. Did we not get the worst education in the history of all of high school education? So I am a firm believer now that it's not about, you know, it's not about the school, right? It's about what you put into it, right? And our parents I, I, didn't I, give two shits about what classes we took back in those days. Correct. They, I mean, they, there was no form of, hey, what do you take in? What's your school? Yeah. It was basically you're on your own. You're there. You take whatever class. There were yeah. no counselors to guide you. No. We were down to five periods a day because they had cut all the funding. I mean, yeah. it was the shittiest education you could possibly get. Yeah, but it's ultimately it was ultimately my fault as I walked away and I wasn't that prepared to go to college, right? That None was ultimately my fault. Yeah. So. College was slap in the face. Yeah, so we... <laughs> You and Jim and I, we all went to Cuesta College. For, yes, we did. For various reasons. You know, part of it was, do you want to build houses here? on? The, there's just not a lot to do on the Central Coast. Yeah. Like, do you want to build houses or do you want to go to Cuesta College and see if you want to go to college? <laughs> <laughs> or be a, a guard like our other buddies. So, yeah. And I I really like what happened at Cuesta College from, you know, the, everybody there knows why you're there, that you're kind of on the verge of either being a student or going and doing something else. So I, I had a lot of really good instructors. Richard Hitchman, I mean... I Hitchman was the best, right? And I, and I listened to his story. He told an amazing story about how he was a D student yep. in high school, yep. and he cheated on the SAT, and he randomly had some uh, master's-level college students say, hey, you know, it. this is your environment. It's not you. And she took him to junior college and introduced him to the teachers, made him sit up front, and the guy's got his master's degree. You know, it's just a matter of, and it's funny, it all comes down to this really simple principle, which is at bachelor's level work, it's really if you do the homework. Read the book. Read the book, do the homework. (laughs) (laughs) You'll probably be successful. And it's stunning. Unfortunately, it took me, you know, a couple semesters to figure that out. Big believer in junior colleges for that reason alone. I I think when I mean, and Jay, you could attest to this. When you went to University of Oregon, you know, eighteen years old, that's that's a change. Yeah, that's it's a massive change in everything. Yeah, it rocked my world. Fucking meal plans, shove it up your ass, Uh, and then the competitive nature of just school itself. uh, You know, going from high school to college, uh, especially at a four year level like you were going. Yeah, yeah, and we and they switched it to the quarter system, so it was something that I was completely unused to. Uh, and it was like a short, you know, 10, I think 10, 12 week, uh, sessions, but you got three in a year versus like the semesters where you just have two. Uh, and that was weird to adjust to and fucking, yeah, the weather, fuck that. Yeah. Uh, and it was expensive as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oregon's, yeah. Not yeah. Uh, I would love to have gone to a two year call, like doing it over, right? Like just gone to Boise I, State. I, I would recommend the all the, all the I time. took it as almost like a luxury though. It was a choice to, to go away from Boise just because it's easy to get trapped here. Absolutely. Being growing up here, uh, I wanted to make sure I wasn't uh, I wasn't just putting my blinders on and, and locking myself in. No, it makes complete sense. Yeah. All right, so you get to college somehow. You graduate. I remember the party. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I uh, graduate. It does take me a little longer, which my daughter's – you know, they tend to laugh at me all the time about that. <laughs> Dad, it took you six and a half years to get through college. So, yeah. The 80s were a different time, it baby. Was. I know. I know. I know. Six and a half is so short. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to my friends. Uh, yeah. So anyway, and now it's time to go out and find work. Yep. And uh, How was that first gig out of college? Uh, so for 
company called Factory Mutual is doing industrial property insurance, and it sounded really cool at first. Oh, man, I'm going to be the industrial James Bond. And <laughs> go out to these factories, and I mean, it sounded like, you know, it's neat going out and see different, and it was kind of cool. You go, wow, that's how Gatorade's made, and you go to these different factories, and you give them, you know, your opinion on their fire protection system. And um, But after a while, it turns out to be a lot of travel like a, Cam new salesman might have, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're going to you're going to East. You're doing the Idaho smile. You're doing the Idaho smile this month. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're an engineer in the Bay Area, you're going, wow, the Idaho smile. Oh no. <laughs> so. Well, ultimately, that's what got us out to Boise, though, is because you had spent time out here with Factory Mutual, right? Correct. Before yeah. they fired you. Uh, fired. Fired is <laughs> such a. It's such a we came to him, but it's okay though, right? Like that's what I'm trying to like. It's okay, my uh, dude never worked. People okay. get fired though, or laid off, or whatever. Like shit happens. This is when we were all living in the house. There were five of us. Yeah, and I recall one day it was a Monday afternoon, and five of us were at a matinee watching Naked Gun thirty three and a half, and we were all having we all had jobs at the time. Yeah, not a good sign, right? Yeah. <laughs> not a good sign. Yeah, it, the term fired is. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that's the right term. I mean, I, essentially, I feel like we came to a mutual agreement. <laughs> like, hey, we want you to go do this stuff, and I don't want to do it. So. <laughs> you should <laughs> if go. If you want to call that being yeah. fired, that's great. Right. <laughs> Your words, not mine. <laughs> but that was how you got to Boise, that uh, offer. Uh, so He visited Boise. Then we went into business. Uh, that's when NIS came up. Oh, wait. Hold on. How many businesses have you guys done together? Channing and I? Just, yeah, one. just one. Just one? Yeah. Network Information Services. It, it's Angie's List online, it, basically. Yeah. We right. came up with it before Angie's List, though, a hell of a long time ago. It was 1980. Yeah. You guys have the, the advertisement still, We right? do. We do. We ran a commercial in the Bay <laughs> yes. Area. Yes. By the way, Angie's List is a piece of shit. You guys should have kept that running. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't get people to pay us. Uh, <laughs> I think that's the business Angie's model was problem. Lack of, typical business, lack of capital. But we had our own office down in Belmont. I mean, we had a good time for a while. But, yeah, it, yeah, it didn't work. Um, but I so like that, that you took a shot, though. Like, yeah. that's awesome. How did that come about? Like, who the fuck, like, did you guys just get really high one night? Like, were well, yeah. you searching for... <laughs> for I, I, do not those remember, I do not remember. I'm assuming was I, we, we got high and watched Star Trek Next Generation. And they came up with some <laughs> kind of idea. Yeah. That, that was, <laughs> Is that the brainstorm? That process? was every night in the house. I don't remember the actual idea. I, I don't from, either. But. I honestly don't. But uh, but it was the two of you and and Chris and Chris Jones. Yes, we were, we were all we were all partners. Dude, it's crazy. Thing. The fact that you guys have been able to remain friends this long is just nuts. Yeah, and I, it's really it's quite impressive. Uh, with some trials and tribulations, like the absolutely, it's life. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it. It's it's been interesting. Yeah, it's it's hard on my end, JJ. You know what, <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, right? we we, we sacrifice a lot. We feel <laughs> I mean, imagine keeping that up for forty years. Yeah, I mean, no, it's exhausting. <laughs> 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yes, there's some accuracy to that. I get it. I'm not easy. Um, all right. So you actually, and then we moved to Boise. So we've never told this story much on air. I don't believe it was like Channing and I were, uh, we had girlfriends at the time. Yeah. Uh, we were all, NIS did not work. Uh, we were looking for apartments and we said, let's go check out Boise, right? On a whim. We drove out here one weekend. I was just telling somebody this. this I was telling them how I'm bummed that Piper Pub is out of business yeah. now because that was our hangout, right? Oh, are we they came gone? Here. Yeah, they're, they're done. Yeah. They're done. So uh, it was Rent, Streets, for, Streets, for, people Streets for People Festival. Yeah. yeah, it was like August of 1992. We drove out here and it was hotter than yeah. shit. 
and um, had a good time. Uh, I remember sitting at Piper having a I do bloody, bloody Marys, looking in the paper, yep. looking in the Statesman to yep, see. Yep, trying to figure out where apartments hey, were. And, are there any jobs here? Yes. Can I get a job here? Yeah. And, uh, and you, so we both came, well, I th- had a job, but I got uh, let go after two weeks because the guy didn't have any money uh, <laughs> as I was selling envelopes. And then you were. I um, did not have a job. So I moved here, um, put in a few resumes or just, you know, it didn't feel like there was a lot of industry here. There was or, nothing here. No. <clears throat> Yeah, I just didn't feel like there was a lot. So put in one resume, didn't get a didn't get a hit on that, and then got here eventually and saw a big sign saying, Hey, we need servers at Edwards yeah. on Chinden. Garden City. What's what's Garden City? <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh what is it now? What did we just see? It's like a grocer, like a yeah, organic it's gonna, grocer. So, yeah, so they do everything in bulk, so there's no packaging. Yeah, no waste, right? Yeah, no Zero waste. waste. So you bring your own jars and Tupperware. Yeah. So you guys know what the <laughs> you guys know what the uh, stagecoach is like. Yeah. So yeah, a so lot of same, old old people eating there. Yeah, that was Edwards. Monst- Monster, massive bronze. Yeah, yeah it's exactly that what was Edwards. Edwards was. Yeah. <laughs> nice steaks, huge bronze. Would and, you know what I was talking about if I said Tedwards? That's what that's what Steve likes to call. So. <laughs> Based on the owner, did so. you make a killing there in tips? Like, was it a good time? Uh, not Bar- real, not did you bartend or serve? Not really. I I was a server, but a server. Uh, crowd was not probably conducive to big tips. To tip in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Plus, it was a different time. That was one of the shitty things about the eighties. Like, t- t- I feel like tipping so much more than it was. Well, he had a, a geriatric crowd too that used to hang out there. I don't absolutely. Think was, yeah. That's why I brought up stagecoach. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the same Old. stagecoach crowd. Yep. I had no idea that that building was a restaurant. Steve, I, I had no idea. It yeah. hasn't been one f- since then. Yeah. Like he, I, he actually did pretty well. I mean, he had yeah. the restaurant, and then he did a bunch of catering. Top cater- of the Hoff shit, too. Yeah, he did a bunch of catering. So that he, used to be a restaurant, Top did, of the Hoff. He did pretty well for himself. Am I allowed to say I'm sort of happy that the ranch club's closed again? We can say that out loud. I said that. That's different. Yeah. You fucking... No, we're very happy about that. Uh, yeah, because we're we going to the... get them for business. That's oh, why they're yeah. happy that they're closed again. Yeah, because yeah. we have a chance to talk to him. And then we would go play pool at the Big Pine. You remember doing the, that? The Big Pine. Yeah. And I don't the, like Aloha. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dutch hey, We're on the same place, yeah. but we're. Okay, what, what was we this have place two different conversations. It was called the Big Pine. Where is that at? It's called Dutch Goose now. Oh, Big Pine. Ooh. It was called the Big Pine, and we went there because it was 25 cent pool. I remember that. Was yeah. it 25 cent pool or 25 cent beers? Uh, all they had was beer. They lost their liquor license. That's why Tommy didn't get a liquor license when he took it over. They, they lost that years ago. But it was a fun place to hang out. Yeah, I mean, it was great. Yeah. It was you and I and the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> Except for you. That was a fun place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So now you've, um, you find a real job. You start to get back into your background, right? Uh, not really. So looking in the Idaho Statesman, I think I got tired of the restaurant work and yeah, I was... A, I was 27 years old, and B, I had a degree. Two, I had a degree, and it was like, you know, I need to be doing something else. So I went to work for Harry Beaulieu, who was an industrial hygienist, which is something I didn't really know what it was at the time, and it was really... I don't know what it is right now. So really, it's about just really health hazards. So people that are specifically trained in, in evaluating health hazards. So if you had a air contaminant in your work area, they'd come out and measure it. Sure. So they have expertise in toxicology and measurement methods and things like that. And, you know, noise are the people that tell you how much noise you can be exposed to based on what they measure and what standards that are out there. So, um, spent two years with Harry and uh, learned a lot, really nice guy. So 
youngest guy to ever get his PhD from uh, where did he go? Oklahoma State. So youngest PhD from Oklahoma State in industrial hygiene. Just a really nice guy. Taught me a lot. And then at some point in time, he signed me to go out to a big computer memory manufacturer. On you don't want to use their name. Uh, I just did. I had a big computer memory manufacturer <laughs> on the east side of Boise. Same so. place your ex or your wife works. Yeah, or worked. Worked. Yeah, and had yeah, issues. I, I don't know the names that important, but yeah, the largest employer but, in the Treasure Valley. I do want to talk. <laughs> wants to look it up. <laughs> well, uh, well, but can we can we talk about how great it was for the valley? Because my I, I grew up and my dad's friends were all like were hourly workers out there, and then got brought on full time, and like they did relatively successful compared to. You know some of the other opportunities in the valley. It was a huge boost to our economy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think people really understand it. So what'll happen is these articles will periodically come out, and someone in the industry uses really, really expensive equipment. Yeah, to make chips. Like, and yeah. so essentially, what they ask, they ask the communities they operate in to say, look, this one piece of equipment you're, we're using is cost one hundred and twenty million dollars. Can we get that not to figure in completely into our tax structure? Yeah. Um, and actually when you add up, when you add up the um, amount of money that they spend on equipment, it, I mean, it makes the building and property, um, values just insignificant. And so that's where people get hung up on these companies and they bring in so much money. Uh, they bring in so many jobs yeah. and it's just, it's just stunning. Columbia it, village it, exists because of this. Oh, no place. question. Oh, no, there's a whole, there's a whole side of the city that, yeah. wouldn't, that yeah. wouldn't be a thing. And literally, they're like four thousand contractors too. So yeah, you might have six, seven thousand employees, four thousand contractors. That is a lot of money being pumped into it's your crazy. economy. It's insane. But what gets published is, hey, by the way, we're giving these people a tax break, and you know, it's just it's stunning to me that people get hung up on that. Yeah, yeah. Micron and Boise State are the, the uh, reason for this community flourishing. Absolutely, like one hundred percent. The, the amount that they the, invest. It's crazy. No, well, not just investment, uh, just not, knowledge. Like yeah. Micron was from the investment and the economy going, yeah. and then Boise State just from recognition uh, outside of this area. Yeah. And but Micron's done a big part to further Boise State's campus and uh, work with the school, so right? With the engineering so side. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because they need engineers from Boise. State. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> They're sort of manufacturing their own talent yes, pool. But, yeah, you know. But, that is that is when you're deciding where to build a big factory. That is a huge consideration, right? Yeah, that is the Definitely. local labor market. So where do we get people to bend our pipes? Am I allowed to talk about Singapore right now? Yeah. <laughs> is isn't that sort of isn't that I, I don't know, but isn't that sort of the game plan? I hear Micron's like moving a lot of stuff over there. Do you know? I mean, I don't know. I, I will tell you what's publicly out there. I'm yeah, not, I do not know much about Micron. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't work there. I don't know much about it. But well, they would. Your, your but formal, formally, you know, you formally, you know, they moved. I think they moved their manufacturing headquarters. Yeah. a long time ago to Singapore. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, is that true? They don't manufacture everything here. I think or the majority of it here. I think Boise's not the, done manufacturing. The, oh, really? So, so head, publicly, headquarters is here, right? But they don't um, manufacture out there anymore. No, they do research and development. Oh, that's all. Okay, yeah. it's been that way for a long time. For a while. Has it? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I, yeah, Micron's been huge for the valley. It's been, it's cool that you had the opportunity to like get involved. Yep. I think and like, all right, it, you know, it was a fan. It was a fantastic yeah. opportunity. Yeah. I mean, I I learned a lot from yeah. them, and you know, it's Micron's a very large, complex company. At least when I left, they were a very large, complex yeah. company, and it's amazing how yeah. How big they are. I had no idea. 
Yeah, it's just, it's the technology is stunning. I mean, it, and it's not just Micron, but just in general, what it takes to make a computer chip. Yes, it's hard to it's hard to describe. You know how many process steps. And what it takes at each of those process steps to yeah. have controlled processes, you know, water at it's a certain, so complex. Certain, certain temperature, certain flow. It just it it takes a lot of effort, and it's it's stunning to me, especially you know on some of the memory side where you've got the commodity markets. It's stunning to me that people make money, right? Well, yeah, that, it's so thin. Yeah, absolutely, and it's, it's like very wow, you know, you're selling this for five it's, or six bucks, but when you look at what it took to to make that, it's just volume, volume, it, volume. Yeah, it's just stunning. Steve and I were talking, just to help change the subject a little bit, we were talking about fucking industries with slim margin and the government shutdown, fucking TSA. There, At some point, the airlines are going to get involved because they operate on such slim margins. Oh, did you not? Were you not following on Reddit today? They shut down everything going into LaGuardia. Yeah, today. I know. Yeah. There was a big not, fucking... We're screwed, bro. Yeah. Like, we're never going to make it no, to Tallahassee not, on no, Sunday. No, 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 no. Just follow everything. I, I do We're follow. fine right now. I got no shot. We're fine right now. So being the one guy here that traveled today, it was it was interesting. How are you? How are you? How is it? It was so it was go. fantastic, it, but it was interesting how friendly people are to TSA people, right? Right <laughs> 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 now, yeah, absolutely. That interaction has just been shaky since they came about. Yeah, and uh, now it's like now people, people are, kind of refreshing. People, that's nice. It, so yeah, it that'll is, be nice. Right? I think that'll yeah. be nice. Yeah. Steve likes to talk shit about TSA he's workers. Fucking, he's he's going through the fucking airport. He's the worst. Steve's antics. I know. Oh, I like All that. I know is that they're not checking contraband as much in luggage. <laughs> 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 I, I think they're a little off their game right now, so it's good times. <laughs> well, they just don't care. Uh, I, I do miss the Steve's antics portion of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was hoping we could bring that back. <laughs> it's always there. Uh, all right. So uh, you're in call. You, you've gone to Micron. So we've moved to Boise and, and, on the move to Boise, one of the stories I wanted to mention, did your front axle drop somewhere between... Um, <laughs> did it drop anywhere? It's kind of a problem. Well, where did we lose your front axle? Oh it was my, right outside of... Oh, uh, my gosh. What is that little town? Huntur, not Huntura. Um, oh, yeah. Does it start with the... Not Burns. Uh, Jordan Valley. Jordan Valley. It's Jordan Valley. Just outside of Jordan Valley. So, yeah, 11 and a half hours into the trip... And I, I, for some reason, it dropped within 10 miles of the town, so I was able to get it towed to the town. And nice. Not only, it was just stunning at... Okay, so you, you guys so, got to start this over, because I thought I thought drop the fun axle was definitely some kind of metaphor, but you're talking about an axle definitely mm-hmm. fell out of your I'm car. I'm following oh, yeah. behind him in the uh, the van. I got the moving <laughs> van. It's just the two of us, because... Going uh, 60, 55? Yeah, 55, 60, whatever it was. Okay, you're helping uh, uh, I think we were caught up in road construction. But yeah, I was in my Mazda 66, so... Oh, yeah, I had one of those. Did you? Yeah. Dude, I had two of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked them. I did, I too. Yeah. They're a good car. I totaled mine, though. Did you? <sighs> so, but anyway... I had a Mazda 323. Yeah. Uh, half right. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> a cheeky <laughs> stop. So... Actually. Yeah, anyway... It was just stunning because we'd been such a long way, and then Axel dropped, and we're just done. And uh, I forgot. I think I just jumped jumped into the cabin. Yeah, you just jumped truck. in. Exactly. <laughs> but what was stunning to me, get the boys. He called the guy back. He's like, yeah, we got it all fixed. That'll be uh, $200. Like, <laughs> what? That's it? Yeah. The yeah, toe, small town. Like, okay. A part fell out of my car? Yeah. No, the Axel the, the fell, like, fell, fell out. fell out, and, and it was, it was 200, 200 bucks. And a toe? Yeah, and that was the with that's two thousand dollars today. Oh, yeah. oh easily, oh, yeah. easily. No, I mean that's easily. base. Like, I kind of like this place. <laughs> Can I come out here for all my 
and mechanical work. Boise may not be that bad at all. Yeah. yeah. We drove uh we it was too expensive to drive a one way moving van out. Yeah. So we actually had yeah. to leave our cars. We left my car back yep. in the Bay Area at my yep. mom's apartment. So we drove a rental van out, dropped all our shit off, spent the night, drove all the way back to the Bay Area. Got my car, drove all, all the way, way back, back, all in the same weekend. Whoa! Oh, dude, it was that's crazy. a run, dude. No, it was quite the run. How, Steve, how Steve, many hours did, have we Steve, spent? Did in you car get together? pulled over during any of that time? I did get pulled over. Of course, you did. As we were leaving, Marcy, uh, not Marcy, yeah, right around Marcy. Yeah, to get right up. around Marcy. You went past the way station a little you, fast. You passed. No, you passed a truck. You passed a semi. That was getting ready, I think, to make a left turn into the way station. You, yeah, you passed him on, and we got the left. we got pulled over. But no, arrest, <laughs> no arrests were made. There was no bookings. I got out of this one with like small talk, right? He didn't, he didn't, he didn't even give me a Steve, ticket. Steve, huh? we got to talk about. Okay, so I've been pulled over with Steve. I was driving too fast through like fire country, right? But I'm such a goody goody, and Steve's in the passenger seat, and he's like, "Dude, just just shut the fuck, like just." You're just on business, man. Just like chill the fuck out, right? Uh, and I'm just like freaking out. And Jeez. the cop was fine, but like I'm such a goody goody. And Steve's fucking been thrown in the slammer, I'm sure, because of fucking his driving antics. A couple times, <laughs> dude. The Thank, one thanks time, for joining us. Today, the one Steve, time huh? we've had a cop even near us, and I, and I haven't driven with Steve much. The one time I've had a cop, I mean, this guy is three <laughs> miles back, and somehow Steve picks him off in the back mirror, and is instantly white knuckle, ten and two, <laughs> looking me straight in the eye, and I'm like. And we're in Oregon. And I'm like, dude, what? Oregon will throw you in jail so quick, son. Yeah, Don't fuck like, around with have... Oregon. I've oh never been the same since Sacramento. Guys, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I, I, that was the I mean, just, dude, just keep it fucking cool, have, dude. Have we, told keep the fucking po- cool. have we told the podcast world about what happened to us in Sacramento? No, I don't, I don't think, so. think so. I think this is. I think we can go right uh, into it. All right. So we, <laughs> we go think... to Sacramento, and we stop by a, a, a dispensary. dispensary. Um, and we and we get a bomber, and we and bomber is a reference for a joint. Jesus, yes, Christ. a big fat spliffy joint. Hey, not everybody. Audience, this guy just is adjusting his mic and has dropped it right in front of his face twice. It, it is won't very lock. good to watch. It won't lock. Dude. We will be on. We will be on video here soon enough. There's no promises there, but it's don't look gonna, at it wrong. It's gonna fall. Yeah. So, so, so we do our dispensary. Yes. And uh, we smoke that bad boy all the way down to the, the nub. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm driving, minding my own beeswax, right? Just kind of floating along. And two fucking, well, we call them watermelons. Three. But three. Uh, cops, uh, the five O, the popo, whatever the jargon y'all use out there. Twelve. Came flying up. They off. came flying up. Like, I mean, speeding up from all. all like They've all got, they got us flanked from every position, dude. Every position. Like, you feel like you're in a white Bronco. No, no, no. Dude, it was. I thought we were like, going down. We were going dude. down. It was awful. It wasn't us. <laughs> <laughs> but I missed my exit. We had to drive back to like five miles. <laughs> JJ and I were the, the most frightening thing we ever gone through. <laughs> I've oh been scarred ever since. So yeah, the Oregon trip freaked you oh, out a little bit. Yeah. No, that shit doesn't metal. scare me. No, I would know that will happen, and I would, I would be, I would be so mad that we fucking missed the exit. I would uh, lose my. I'm shit. surprised you didn't pull over and say. Oh, we were I, know, I know, I know, I know. I just going, fuck, oh, dude. dude, they had us flanked. I couldn't even pull over. Like, like it was, it was like a chase scene. Uh, that was frightening. Um, 
But again, you're the guy that got <laughs> pulled over <laughs> when you would, shouldn't have been pulled over uh, on a DUI. But uh, uh, that was not me. That, that was, was a, that was another friend. I won't say his name, but yeah, our, yeah, our, our they, friend was. The cop wasn't pulling him over. He was pulling over the Mercedes behind him. <laughs> but he said, can I see your license? Since you pulled over, can I see your license? And apparently he got a little whiff. And, uh, true story. God damn it. That, is, that would be life, hard. That's dude. hard to live that's with. That is break. a tough one. No, that's don't a tough break. one. <laughs> he thought he was. Trying. And that is where I insert don't drink and drive, people. No, let's get back. It's never no the right more. choice. With don't, Uber don't and Lyft, and the choice is Especially always nowadays. to get an Uber or Lyft. So we make, it, we made it out to Idaho, and um, we're doing our thing. We fight on our jobs. We talk about Ted Bruce and everything. And we start this little tournament, right? We decide. Uh, you guys were, we're trying to s- reconnect with your Valley Boys. Well, we couldn't get anybody. We couldn't talk to anybody else to come see us. Yeah. And uh, we were broke and poor, and we're not going back out to the Bay Area. No. So we invented this tournament. We challenged their manhood um, with a, a, a newsletter. Yeah. Correct. So we... We we used to have the turkey bowl, so we'd go back for Thanksgiving. We'd play the turkey bowl, and so essentially we sent this letter out with not an email, a letter a out letter. to people yeah. saying, "Hey, we're going to do this competition before the turkey bowl or after the turkey." This bowl? is after the this turkey bowl. After the turkey, after the turkey bowl. bowl. So yeah. you guys did you guys like did you did you drop some like we never told anybody. We just came up with this idea, and then the letter was what everyone got. The letter just showed up at their doorstep <sighs> saying, "You have been challenged," and there's a lot of a lot. Of, Making yeah. fun of their manhood. And yeah, stuff. And I th- yeah. I think a lot of people that were married got it, and they're like, "Should I hang this on my fridge?" No, no. 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 <laughs> don't let kids probably, read it. <laughs> probably, yeah, because you got you got to call people out a little bit to get yeah. them out. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, yeah. you know, you got to get them there. And yeah. that was back when we were we used to you got to choose your partner, uh, and, and you would just bring a partner and you you'd show up. That was and your teammate. Your your old man. I'm talking to Austin, Jeff, and Chad were. Original teammates. Partners. Oh, because oh, they could pick their own so, teammates. So Chad brought him into correct. It. Oh, okay. correct. Okay. So unfortunately, I picked Steve, or <laughs> Steve picked me. Well, and then we yeah, we had a target on our back. Well, yeah. because we called ourselves the Salami Brothers. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and we got shirts made up saying we guarantee it. We did say that. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. our pictures in tuxedos. Yeah, we guarantee it, and we wore those over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. You, you can imagine how that went over. It didn't go over well. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I yeah. understand it. Now. No, I do too. <laughs> I would do things a Might little differently. Might have been a little bit of me too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and it was a little in your face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, you got to send the message first year. We try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, lack of sleep, some other things. We, we went into the tournament leading a couple times on Saturdays. We couldn't finish. But needless to say, the tournament started and it was a, um, I'd say a success because it, it made it 24 solid years. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, right. It kept a lot of good friends together. It introduced new friends. It was fun. It's yeah. It's a cool deal. And and uh, JJ and and Youthful Austin are are both participants. Uh, Austin got bequeathed uh, about three or four years ago uh, as the youngest uh, player in the tournament. And Jay, you, you and I got rat. I mean, we're not gonna do, we're not gonna just step right over this to be youngest player. I mean, come on. Yeah, young, and then youngest to win it. And then yeah, yeah. Woo. I mean, come on. I mean, you guys are gonna bring the oh. guy on, and we. I mean, you, you forgot could, about that. Yeah, you just you're gonna. I knew you guys were just gonna try and walk right over that one. Yeah. Come on, don't. I mean, it's 
That's fine. I know yeah. everyone, everyone. I don't keep. I don't actually keep track. I know. I don't take it personally. <laughs> yeah, I don't, no, 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 just... keeps, no one who. No one who hasn't. Or have you won? I have not. Yes, yes. So that's why he doesn't keep track. Fuck you. He has won one. We got screwed. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. I that, put in we, the no, work. No, no. We lo- no. Nobody's ever changed the scoring format before. What? Yeah, hey, we lawyered you guys out of dude, that one. I'm cool with it. I put in the work that year. I feel like a champion, so I can sleep. You were a champion, Jay. And Austin was a one-hit wonder. Uh, just to let everybody know, it was a it was a one-year thing. Uh, he had the sophomore slump, and it's continued. MVP though, but re- but real true Ooh, rookie MVP. of the year, so, so, real true rookie of the year type stuff. So, I mean, yeah. come on. No, so, by the way, have you guys have you guys talked about the uh, back off pitches and no? Oh, I don't know about an error, but I mean there was definitely yeah, there was a lot of. I mean there was he. I mean, so if you guys are gonna big... if you guys are gonna banter back and forth about some shit, you need to set the scene for our listening audience because right now nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about. So. Yeah. If we're talking LeBlanc and your guys' magical run your rookie year, yep, uh, I was less than thrilled when you showed up and, and were, I think somehow you were filling in for somebody. We were short a guy. I don't I'm know. Not, I don't, I'm not uh, sure how it happened. But yeah, uh, just... but, but I thought the matchup, you know, I didn't think as a rookie. It's pretty unusual for a rookie to come in and make any sort of impact. We played pool well uh, first night. That's a key. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you get out of the gates we quick. Pool. Yep. I think Austin, he's saying we forgot to just – Flat out mentioned that we won it. Yeah, I mean, is that yeah? All right. Yeah, so we should have been. Dude. We should have been more clear. On yeah, that. we we won. Yes, yeah. I know. Okay. I know. Okay. Um, but I will tell you, your sophomore slump the next year, it's atrocious. Uh, like you might be worse than Mark in that year, and and I mean that with your one armed fucking wiffle ball swing. Yeah, that was atrocious. You could barely I hold lost a shoe. Golfing too much. Yeah, no, I know. It was wonderful. It was I wonderful to watch you crumble that second year. It's sort of like baseball, though, right? Uh, it is the, the so pro- much because I had high I when I when I coming back to face Austin after coming off rookie of the year <laughs> and his championship run with Chan Chan yeah and and high then and tight that, high and tight he can't get that turd rolled over no, I was not afraid of him at no, all JJ hit some knock knocks that next year. well he finally figured out how not to hit a foul uh, <laughs> that come was a big thing <laughs> you want to know what it was dude I was so worried about being slow I was keeping my elbows and my hands a little bit lower. And everything, I was just pulling everything. So I just kept my elbow up, and I'm dialed in now. And One she, adjustment. Done. I mean, Spence, he, he Spence, call me, call me for hitting lessons, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you working on the screen today. Love it. Hey, uh, so LeBron's been, like, it's a, uh, a really um, tight thing to me. Like, I, I, I'm very proud of LeBron. Like, I think it's one of the cooler things that have ever been done. I really do. Uh, and we, we took a two-year hiatus. What he's trying to say is, thank so, you, Channing. Well, Channing does all the heavy lifting. I admit it. <laughs> yeah. I just so, yell at him when we're doing splicing of the, of the movies. Yeah. We haven't no, done yeah, that in a couple years. No, yeah. Steve's like the face of it, and Channing's the yeah. I write the letter. The I, run, I, I write the offensive letter, and then we go right into Channing's side. So, by the way, the making of the movie... I mean, I, I sympathize with what you guys go through every day. Yeah. That's when I realized I yeah. could not work with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you did. Especially <laughs> being the technical guy, Austin. You know, He's not a technical guy. We don't know work. what Austin is Make yet. It I know, but you've assigned, him, you've assigned him technical duties, and I know you yell at him when he doesn't. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Okay, next. next. No, no, I think so, I'm very no. easy to work Do we want to talk about Lavoie uh, 2019? Uh, we are. Yes, we're, let's we're, just segue We've right had a two-year hiatus because I had moved. I'd sold my place. Yeah, and that now I've been living in an apartment. So it's going to relive in Portland. Is that true? That is absolutely true. So and that is official, right? All of you Lavoie participants that are listening to this episode right now, it's on. So it's letters the, forthcoming. 
Lebois PDX is going to be at the Bryant House. Yep. Um, so don't give out your Lebois address. Lebois PDX here, dude. did. <laughs> it's somewhere that my address lipped, yeah. lipped up. <laughs> you can but Google me. <laughs> <laughs> now, Steve and I are working on uh, email this weekend. Yep. We'll get an email going about, but we'll have it at my house. I've got a nice dartboard in the garage. We have a bar down the street that has four pool tables. What? Uh, four? Let, How far down the street? Uh, we could walk, but I think you guys are probably going to have a big band. Could Hogue could Hogue walk? I'm walking. Uh, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. Of course, of course Hogue can walk. We're bringing a van. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we're yeah, we're going to have a sober van, driver. So. Um, I'll let you make the decision on the bar, uh, what you think of it. We uh, don't care as long as there's pool tables. Yeah. Perfect. There's four pool tables. If you like to smoke, there's a little smoking area out back. And again, it's really close. And then there's a couple parks that are really close, too, for wiffle ball. And then I'll do some horseshoe pits in the backyard. Dispensaries nearby? uh, Yes. Fucking everywhere, dude. Not too far. Not too far. Not too far? Not too far? Excellent. (laughs) Not too far. (laughs) Uh, So the bois is happening. I like it. We're excited about it. Yeah. Um, All right, Chen Chen. What else you bring to the table here? Uh, I'm in Oregon now. So yeah. Do you like it there? So, JJ was like the, the, between Portland and Boise. Boise. What, uh, help me make comparisons. Uh, and don't give me the cliche well, shit. You, you, know, you know the comparisons. You know it exactly, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot more wet. Yep. Um, it's more liberal. I know you don't talk about politics on the sure. show, but right. it's more liberal. Yep. Um, it, it is a little crazy. You know, it's it, and it's it's surprised me a little as my family's made the transition Um you know, my my daughters are completely into it. They yep. love to go. We live uh, we live on the west side. We're kind of uh, on the confluence of uh, Hillsboro, Beaverton. Yep. We're actually a Portland address, but uh, but they love to go downtown. And, yeah, and but it's different, right? I mean, you see people just happily munching out of a trash can at farmers market. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to finish that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going off the walls. Yeah, but you know, when you see people, you know, people on the train, they've got their pot out, yeah. they're rolling their joint. Are you talking and, about the Max? Yeah, the Max. Yeah, yeah. So, you ride that? Uh, I don't ride it as much now, but certainly we take it most of the times we go downtown. Right. Just, if you're going to go to an event or something like that, it's perfect, right? Absolutely. No, it's fantastic. So, Boise just can't deliver something like that because yeah. of the way we're we're designed, right? Yeah, the, the only thing. No, it's not. You know, when I first moved there, I always took it to the airport. Yeah. It's just such a long ride, and there's so many stops. Yeah. Um, but it's it's clean. Uh, yeah. It, but, yeah, people are people are different, and it's yeah. definitely not like Boise. And Have you ever watched Portlandia? Uh, I have not. Yeah. Okay, right? so you need to to see if the comparisons are fair. I think they are. I've hung out in Portland enough, and I've watched enough Portlandia. So I think they're fair, yeah. and they're, it's, it's, I mean, very satirical, but still, it's hilarious. It is. Yeah. It's hilarious. No, it, it's a good place to live. It's just generally like... You know, every place you visit, and Steve probably feels this way, it's like, wow, this must have been fantastic 30 years ago. Oh, right? When there's less people, right? Of course. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people there. So, yeah. Oh, that secret's out, dude. Yeah. yeah Port- Portland's secret got out yeah. about 10 oh, years ago, yeah, and yeah. it just got invaded. Like, people don't care if it rains. But I'm sure it's not just Portland. I'm sure it's Boise people feel the same way. Uh, uh, Boise's exploding. Yeah. it's But it's the same places that have been exploding on the west every time we go through this resurgence. And then it's going to fucking fail here in about eh, six months. And everything's going to be cheap again. That's what, that's that's your that's thought. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're clinging to it. I am clinging uh, to it. I think we're going to go right back in the recession. So talk politics as a as a. I don't know if it's fair to call you middle aged, but a middle aged dude he with a family. Called middle aged. Yeah, yeah I, don't f- get, I don't get called that. That's interesting. I don't get called that very often. So like at work now, 
I'm like one of the oldest guys on the site, right? So right. I work at a site, and there's a lot of um, kind of expat Japanese there. They're sure. all very young. But, yeah, I'm pushing probably being the third oldest on the site. That's crazy. Yeah. That is. But it's good. Yeah. You know, it's funny when you get uh, you when you when get older and you've kind of been through things that people will come to you about questions that don't relate to your job at all, right? right. They just know you've probably been through it, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but, what kind of questions? Um, <laughs> a great segue, by the way. Wow. By the way, Japanese young expats that are asking like this guy notice. for advice, life curious. advice, I'd need to know, honestly. Where do I get you Marlboro Reds? Like, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, that was just, I mean, that was too good. Uh, Where you get big uh, trucks, my boy. So I think next, that's fa- back, back to your question. I think that's <laughs> fascinating, though. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I think, though, uh, JJ, at some point in time, <laughs> 20 years from now, you'll, you'll get to this point yeah. where you'll be teaching kids how to sell. Sure. You'll be. Oh, you mean the talk questions. to me in 20 years mentality. Yeah. That's what we go. Yeah, that's our, that's what we that's talk our about catchphrase. If yeah. You know. um, it's a whole different world. Uh, <laughs> making the transition from one place to another recently, just in a change of jobs, change of scenery, right? Uh, was there like a shot of life? Like, do you feel like, are you energized to be back at work? Like, uh, sort of in a different role and, and working with different people and do the young people bring uh, a different vibe or no? Is this uh, unrelated? You know, that's a good, that's a good question. Cause my previous job, there were a lot of people that have been there for a very long time and they have, they had kind of established systems. Yeah. Uh, it's not as much about the people. I mean, it's always the work environment, who you're working around, who your yeah. support structure is. Um, I had a, I had a big change and I was not, um, unemployed probably long enough i mean i took a really good job that came up um but uh it, it it's tough to compare the two companies they're both sure. they're both they're very, very large multinational yeah. companies and really you know the the difference as an employee it depends on where you sit within that company sure and, and what you what you want to do yeah so i got a question do you guys do calisthenics before you start your job? Because <laughs> I saw that movie with Michael Keaton years ago. Dude. He's talking about gung ho back in the day. Right? You work for a Japanese company, I'm uh, asking. Do you guys start out we, doing jumpy jacks we in the morning? Don't, Steve. I believe that's a Hollywood stereotype. Um, although, although people do it, right? I mean, one of the things in the safety world is most of the injuries are soft, soft tissue related injuries, right? Sorry. I know they didn't want to go there. Check, please. Next, next subject. <laughs> can we, no, can we talk about, let's talk no, about soft no, tissue they injuries? Wanna, no, they want to go down this Steam lane. room you can antics. pull out any day. Oh so why does it always got to go back to the steam room? Because I mean, we love our steam you're room. not steaming, this, this, you're this, missing this, out this. in life. But, by the way, I mean, I've, I've heard this podcast before, and one of the reasons I hate to go to the gym at lunch is yeah. just the amount of penises hanging out <laughs> we don't call them that on this show just, what do we call them on this show we call them schlongs i am <laughs> i just don't understand it conceptually <laughs> how people need to get so naked at lunchtime and most of them aren't sweating at all it's like, well, what are you it's doing a, not only the nakedness which i'm cool with it's it is shaving weird. and and all the other like yeah. hygienically Dude, things that are it's, going on it's like, inappropriate I'm it is that's very why inappropriate. i can't do it because it's but it's worth it. It's like, so worth uh, it. Hey, you know, if a guy's stretching his shorts, like if he's stretching out and doing his stretches and his schlong's kind of moving around, you put up with that because you're getting your the heat. steam. You're getting the steam that's required for life. <laughs> life, sir. Hey, you want to talk about numbers? Yeah. Sure. Steam. Yeah, let's buy a sauna in here. Steam. Let's talk numbers. Steam. 20 minutes a day. 
like five days a week or whatever, it reduces all-cause mortality rate by 40%. Shove those numbers up your ass and smoke a pack of cigarettes every once in a while. Every day. So, so, why, so are, why are you losers still going to the wine? Why haven't we bought one for here yet? Because well, <laughs> there's a lot of... <laughs> yeah, you got to Bought chill. one? Slow down. Losers. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> so let's get back to those numbers. I I, I question those. Don't just, just mainly because numbers, Google it, Doctor Ronda Patrick. Get on it, please. Right now, I'm, no, I'm not questioning it's a valid number. It's the sample size, right? So it's essentially a certain type of people that go to those. No, songs. no, no, no. Double no, no, control, no. whatever studies yes. that shit. I don't do it. it. Okay, well, well we'll figure it out. Don't worry about that, Channing. Put okay. the numbers aside. Try it. Like, go. I don't know what to do. They're like 12 grand. I got my father in law has one here in Boise. Yeah. He will fire that up and let you go all by yourself. You could just be, you could be all alone, no schlong around, and you'll have a fucking, you'll love it. I'm you'll be totally hooked. not opposed to schlong, by the way. <laughs> Whoa. Right. So, are you, op- are you open to it? <laughs> <laughs> Taking a new turn. I'm I like joking. This. joking. Uh, it's just the amount I can't deal with. So, <laughs> the amount of schlong? So that's is it Mark, like a multiplier? Is it a multiplier? I, help me understand this. Because yeah, Mark I, knows everyone will be afraid of him if he gets fucking naked. That's Come not on. true. I don't believe that's that. That's weird. I don't think so. Again, worry about yourself. So anyway, that is Wait, awesome. Wait, you're making, you're that making is a awesome. You guys love this. Right there. Yeah, that, was a, that, was a, that was a very I just want to make sure as a guest, I don't feel uncomfortable <laughs> that you're judging me because I don't like the steam. <laughs> I'm not judging you. And I might even like the steam. I might even like the steam. I don't know. We're just big promoters. Yeah. No, uh, I, would you ever? I get it. You know, can I buy you like? Would you let me buy you a massage, but not a massage? I want you to float it while you're here. Uh, it's I an would, hour I would, session. I would do that. You're in your yeah, own little room. Absolutely. Would you? Yeah. Uh, and we've got yeah, we've got some stuff for you for your float. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd like that. That'd I can imagine great. it's very do much it. a meditative state. Have you ever meditated? Um. Have you ever tried? Not officially. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm on the path of trying. I'm I'm with you there. I have two, and it's it's hard. Like, I I don't do very well. Yeah. But never any professional coaching? I did some, uh, this isn't meditation, but I I did some uh, hypnotherapy, and I won't, you know, I just, it was something that I I wanted to do in this concept of, you know, hypnotherapy. It's not about... You know, you dance around like a chicken after you've been hypnotized, but you get into this very... Watch me snap my fingers. Let's <laughs> see how that works you, out. You get into this very deep meditative state, and when you come out of it, it's weird. The next hour is weird where when things are going on, and, and I don't deal with this a lot, but you guys sure. you guys have a lot going on, and yeah. things are very fast-paced, and it just allows you to just, you know, kind of get back to a certain point but it's weird how when you interact with people you're much more calm and yeah you don't have all these things running same through your head way. about stuff floats, you need to do floats the exact same thing yeah. you come out of like you're just you're relaxed you're just a piece point is amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you're a piece yeah. yeah cool let's do that we gotta we'll get a gift card we will, or we will. um good news is i'm not in a position right now i'm in a weird state since i've been to portland and i've got this new job where i'm not it's not a tremendous amount of stress. Right. Where when I was here, yeah, I felt myself. I felt the need to go have yeah. a process to just be able to clear my mind. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Way too many inputs that you it, get behind on. Right. To me, it's the best place. The float. The float is the closest I've come to being able to kind of meditate and just because everything is cut off. Yep. You're forced to get within your own mind. Yep. There's nowhere else to go. Nope. For an hour. <laughs> yeah. You dude. better figure it out. And it, and it's the. 
it really is the perfect amount of time for people that like are nervous for that amount of time. Like I think an hour is a good a good amount. I think uh, there's and is I is there a fear they're not going to let you out? No, no, it's just for me. It just took a while to get comfortable. Yeah, it took, like you, like it, you just like you can't like get the feel of it. But then once you're like actually like oh, it like comes. How, over how many edibles? You I got get? a couple pro tips. No, I was too. too. I was too sober. My okay, first yeah, time. you got it. You got to. You gotta no, I was too bro. sober. So yeah. any people that float, I got a couple pro tips. There's two towels in the room usually. Bring one of the big towels with you into the tank. Like uh, if this, the water drips on your eyes or whatever, you want to like get that out. And they give you a little squirt bottle, but it sucks. It burns. Um, so bring a towel. And then the other thing is, shit, I lost it. Can you keep it dry in the tank? Yeah, no, there's a little shelf, yeah, that, yeah, you, a shelf that you rested on. Yeah. Um, dang it, I forgot. I forgot the other one. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I was fired up. Damn it. Thank you for your tips. Tip. Just the tip. Work the tip. Crazy. We can't talk about that. Uh, the kid was fired. The kid was fired. He gave too good of a speech this morning. That's you shush what. for a second. So there was a funny little story Steve's getting at. Uh, I was dating a young lady one time. And yeah. When we worked at the restaurant, we had a big crowd of us you yeah. know, at the, the restaurant. restaurant vibe. Like, so yeah. They're all partying after, after work. After work, you go grab your case. Back in the 80s, you grab your case of Coors Light. You went back and you played a game of Pictionary. Ooh. And, um, God, the 80s were great. Yeah. God damn it. I yeah, know. yeah. So let, let him go. My partner at the time um, had a certain word. I think it was. Sh- you know what the word is? It was shaft. And uh, <laughs> I like, think <laughs> like, like the movie. Like, isn't there a movie? It's, it's just a word on a card, and you have to figure out how to draw it, right? Yeah. So uh, draw a penis. She did not draw a penis, but at the conclusion, oh. she. Elaborated to everybody that I don't know where this came from oh. about, yeah, that's like how my boyfriend asked me to work the tip. <laughs> she said Channing, but <laughs> so so imagine you're with eight coworkers. <laughs> this has never come up. You've never <laughs> you've never said this before, but it, it. What do you do? I mean, you're but you pick your draw up and you're like. <laughs> Where did that come from? I never said that. And what does that have to do with Shaft? Dating people suck. So stop. Did you say it? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Sandy Just like Sandy Steve. doesn't recall. <laughs> yeah. Shoving clay in my mouth. I don't remember. Working the tip. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forget about a lot. I'm I know, forgetting. Right? Yes. It's, it's one of the... It's called like, repression, No, dude. it's called survival, man. You got to. You gotta move on and let go. And have short memory. Yeah. yeah. Short memory. That's a good philosophy. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Plus I didn't say it. Hmm. Uh, all right. Uh one thing we passed over, which um I've always thought was very cool. You went and adopted two girls from China. Yeah. Which is badass, right? Like so you went and saved two girls basically. I mean, I look at it that way. I I mean we we so that is, talk to us about that. That is awesome. You look at it that way. I do. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because uh, you. Uh, yeah. So a little story there that actually goes back to previous podcast. So, um, Mitz and I get married, and we're going to start a family. Yeah. And uh, nothing's happened for a while, and so I go to this uh, old 
urologist in Boise. I forget his name. Um, do my thing, and he says, uh, listen, Channing, uh, your semen looks pretty good. Swimmers are good, but it's a little viscous. And uh, I'm like, wow, I'm an engineer. I know what vis- <laughs> I, I, I know what viscosity is. It's a resistance to flow. Yeah. <laughs> what does a little viscous mean? And so um, I wasn't sure how to interpret it. He didn't yeah. really give me sure. anything to do. Not as so, jargon. Yeah. So anyway, we go try for a little more. I, at some point in time, you know, six months later or so, nothing's happening. So I go, go to, back. I go back to your, this guy, and he's since retired. So I have to go to Bob Jones. Oh, you went to Doc Jones. Doc Jones, yeah, so the uh, urologist. <coughs> yeah, the one that uh, snipped me, the one that snipped Chad. Oh, nice. And it's funny. I go under Doc Jones. I said, "Hey, this is the guy." Said my Bill Jones. Is it Bill Jones? Yeah, yeah it is. I, he says it's viscous. Is that is that a thing? <laughs> and uh, Jones was great. He's like he, he was the experienced guy. He said, "You know, I've been doing this for thirty-five years. I've never heard of." Anything like that? That's, <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah. So, do my thing. He does the sample analysis, and then you know, next time we meet with them, he's all, "Wow, your semen's fisk." <laughs> 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 it, it you know, it's just weird when somebody's so confident. I've never. That, that's not a medical thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's yeah it definitely is that. Yeah, like you got it. Yeah, what does that mean? So anyway, he's like, yeah, I talked to a specialist in Seattle. And, sure. And, yeah, take some expectorant, take some cough syrup. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so so back to. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point, diamonds. Uh, you know, as you start talking about fertility treatments, yep. we're like, hey, let's talk about adopting. So. Uh, we looked at, you know, adopting in the U.S., there's things called open adoptions where yep. you have a negotiation with the birth mother. Yeah. Um, I've talked to people who are like, wow, so she wants to come over every other Christmas. Yeah. So like, no, that doesn't sound good. Right. So. That's not what we're looking for. <clears throat> yeah. So I went through international adoption, went through a local adoption agency here in Boise called Cassie. And, um, you know, it's a process where you have to go through and, you know, make the decision. This is something you want to do. Yeah. And then you've got to prove to them you're interested and you're home safe. Sure. And, you know, so, uh, but, um, it was awesome. So we, 1999, we traveled to Nanjing. So we got a, a referral for Adriana who was, uh, we adopted her at seven months. I don't know. We probably got the referral like six months before that. Okay. And so went over Nanjing, and you got to spend two weeks there. And typical China stuff. It's interesting. Because, really? <clears throat> yeah. It's like, hey, you have to spend a week in Nanjing to make this adoption final. But the last day you're here, the government's closed. So, yeah, that never happens. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there, you buy them a carton of Marlboros and some whiskey, and they'll open That's your up. language, kid. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to go? And I didn't. I didn't have anything to do with it. It was all the guy we, <laughs> I didn't guy we worked with. So yeah. yeah, there's a guy here in Boise um, that uh, works for BSU. Probably still works for BSU. But he's he, the athletic director, dude. Who is? I think the the guy that you went with. No, no, no. It's not. But the guy that went to Cal Poly. No, it's not him. Okay, no, different different guy. Goes okay, to, in the, uh, well, he's, the AD. In, he's, he's in the orchestra. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a good deal. It's and it's not like. Steve talks about like you've saved no. a girl at all, right? Okay. You've you've completed your family, um, and then you you know what's weird is that um, as you go along, it's like there, there's really no. I never look at my daughters and think they're Chinese. Oh no, yeah, and uh, 
I never look at them that way. Yeah. They're just my daughters. Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're just fantastic girls. So, yeah, we did the trip in 99, and then uh, we adopted her sister in uh, 2002. Really? So, yeah. Was there any difference uh, between your two trips as far as, uh, like, expectations or the process changed, or was it smooth, you know, and, and were you prepared for everything both times? No, you know, the process changes. Yeah. So just with relations between the U.S. Absolutely. and uh, China. And, you know, China's not... China's not real proud of the fact, I think, that they're having to adopt out so many girls. They're not real proud of sure. it. Hasn't um, it stopped a little bit more, though, I mean, recently? I think. So I thought, some, I thought sometimes it, sometimes it stops because of tensions between the U.S. and China. Right? Sure. It's not necessarily, um, you know, the uh, the one-child process may have stopped in certain areas. So Is I there think, a tariff? Uh, you're asking, are you asking... To take your to take your child home? Or are you asking? You know, I I think there are some families in China that can pay more. If sure, they have two kids, but yeah, to you know, to take them back with Trump. Nah. It was more of a yeah. yeah I, I didn't think we did politics. We so. didn't until Steve. Steve gets fired up though. He's a little. Chan, but, hey, Chan is too. He I know. Like, I know, but we're not going to do that right no, now. No, we're not. So, uh, I think it's very cool that you've adopted both your daughters. Uh, but it, it's funny bringing them back to Boise. Uh, yeah, and it's you know my wife's half Japanese, so a lot of, I think there's probably a lot of people that can't tell the difference. Yeah, absolutely, but, right. I can't tell the difference yeah. between Chinese and Japanese. No. but you know we'd bring them back. It's like we'd go to the mall, and people would make weird comments like, you know, hey, that girl doesn't look like you. Yeah, it's like, how do you know? Yeah, you're, you're an eight yeah. year old kid. Yeah. You make a random right. comment. That exactly. My half Japanese wife doesn't look like my Chinese daughter. Yeah, yeah. It's like really? Yeah. Well, what? Why are you saying it? Uh, it's so funny. My my dad actually adopted me, uh, and I grew up in the mall. He was like he run a, he ran a cookie <laughs> store, but we met a lot of people. Crazy. No, no, no. Like you didn't grow up in a mall. Uh, I mean, I went to work with him at yeah. the cookie store. I mean, and I'd see all like his regular customers, and people would just be like, "Oh, you guys look so much alike." You know, like you get, but then you have people that are like. You know, everybody's got a fucking opinion, and it's usually just them talking about their own insecurities or trying to make small talk, because they don't have a fucking clue, right? But, like, there is that fortunate, like, as I was going through, I was like, yeah, fuck. Thank God we did look alike. Like, I would have hated, like, been taking questions about that shit my whole life. Yeah, I, I was actually stunned at how yeah. many people made comments about it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's but, weird. But I was telling Steve that, you know, now that we're in Oregon... Alicia goes to a school that's the same size as Mountain View. Sure. So 2,000 plus kids. Yeah. But 25% of the kids in her school are Asian. Oh, wow. Yeah. How many in Mountain View? I don't know the exact number. But, but not. <laughs> I, I bet <laughs> not that much. Less than 5%. Much. Yeah. Less, definitely less than I mean, yeah. percent. Yeah. So, we, yeah I mean, we've, we've had people in t- like that we have business dealings with that have said like they like Boise's like Whiteness. Whiteness, basically. <laughs> no, I didn't know how to say it. Oh, I'll say it. No, they, yeah. uh, we've had people come over no, and, and, do. They do. and remarked about it's how it, it looks so white, and they love that. And it's uh, it's creepy. It's super Super creepy. Yeah. It's, it's again, what I'm telling you, it's, those are the Californians and the people from Oregon and Washington that are moving here. It's not It's not your liberal, like everybody thinks here. It's not liberal fucking yeah. Democrats. No, it's it, old it's, money. It's, it's old money. It's, I think it is cons- changing, though. It's conservative money that We've wants to get away. We've had enough people that have moved in. Correct. They want their vote to count. Yeah. 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 It, 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 it's the people that left California in the 90s for the same reason, right? It was It was too busy. Not not why we left, but I mean it's because it got um, too multicultural for a lot of people. Yeah, um, 
let's face it, white people like to hang around white people. It's just more comfortable. I don't want to talk in generalizations. I was just making a point. It's Ooh, true. It's cool. Um, very cool. So bringing them back to Boise. And then the dynamics of the school population. I'm just trying to circle back. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they just fit in right away. I mean, there's really no yeah. – because they were so young. So Adriana was seven months. Alicia was a year. So yeah. it's not like they spoke Chinese. Sure. Um, so they just rolled right into it. How so. how how are they with electronics, and how are you with electronics? Uh, well, that's a dumb question. No, no. <laughs> that of all the that was such a – I mean, I mean You need on. to calm the fuck down. Uh I have fucking young daughters, and people are like, when are they going to get an okay. iPad, right? Did, and they're different generation, right? Oh, so sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, wondering where. So I think but we. But do you see how we all kind of interpret your question? That's a you problem, bro. No, yeah. Is it? That is. No, it is. It is, is it us? Paper. Yeah, it is. So, it's on but here's, so here's the problem is you raise your family, right? You yeah. make a decision. So with the first one, you make a decision on when you get them a phone. Yeah. And then what kind of phone that is. And then the second one's watching, right? Yeah. They, they want to oh, know. Oh, yeah. And then either way, you're kind of screwed, right? Yeah. If the younger one, just because technology advances and everybody's got phones and they're cheaper, so you give the younger one yeah. sooner, or the older yeah. one's upset about it, yep. right? And, yep. and vice versa. There's a pecking. Oh, order. you know the youngest one always gets it immediately. Yeah. yeah. But but shouldn't you be good enough to lock that down? Sure. Jay, I, I'm asking you. Uh, I've heard of uh, like watches to where you can call like five people. Uh, and and that's it. Like it's only your parents' numbers or whatever. So I've heard that. that I thought that was. I a feel good sorry one. for kids. Sorry, I feel sorry for kids. like. Remember when we were kids, we could ride our bike. Like our yeah. fucking parents didn't know where we were. Correct. Now they know exactly everywhere. Where you like and they and they like they'll track every. I I see these commercials for like tracking sixteen year olds driving their car yeah. and stuff like that. I would have gone insane. Well, but, see, I mean, that's how one of my, that's why I ask you that because that's how one of my good one of my good friends was. Is his dad was like very very technologically savvy and like worked at worked at one of the computer companies forever, and so he like had their network totally dialed into where he has like admin access to everything and is tracking every single. I mean, just like yeah. the Sapphire is tracking every single thing we you can do. do. And has Anna and controls where we can go. And so stuff. a lot of that's like, your router. You you can configure those that kind of advanced setup you in can, your router. You can, so you yeah. can really, you can oh, really yeah. like nerf. You could really, oh, you could really give God. them a computer and nerf it as Dude. much as you wanted to, right? Yeah, but it I, would take a lot of effort. I'm I assuming. Uh, I fucked up because let me let me pull something up. But my daughter the other day, I let her have an Amazon Alexa, and I don't put it in kid mode or whatever. Uh, Ooh, and that fucking Cardi B. No, dude, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta search my text message. She <laughs> asked it to play a song. And Ooh, and a misinterpreter. Yeah, uh, how bad? It ta- started talking about some dudes like pulling out his penis. Oh, you, you talked to me about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was it like one of those bad podcasts that you pull up one of the dude? It, like I listen to those true crime podcasts all the time. The they song, the song that uh, Alexa play. I had a little turtle. The song not for Olivia is Play I Have a Tiny Turtle. The Tiny Turtle song talks about some dude's penis and, like, pulling it out. It's, it's like, like a funny song. Yeah. Like, we would think it was hilarious. Yeah. But it's, def- but it's like one word. Kids. Yeah, no way for kids. So that's my own bad. I, I got to lock that shit down. <laughs> so my wife had to explain, like, what a penis was to my daughter. as They're going out the door, their door to, like, school for the day. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> so, so, so the answer to my question is: you can nerf that. You can you can nerf them pretty hard. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand the term nerf. 
go with it. Like, we're, we're, like, like put football. pads, like maybe like on the wall. Yeah, like, right. Like, we're gonna nerf it. Instead okay. Of, so instead you, of playing with real guns, we're gonna play with Nerf guns. Okay. Instead yeah. of playing football, we're gonna play Nerf. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Just soften it up. Soften yeah, it up. Soft, yeah. 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 Lock it down. Cushion it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Um. All right. Uh, what else? What else you got, Chan? Um. Nothing? Is this where we do our question and answer Wait, session? Wait, no, did you guys already address that? Um, I mean, I don't know how much we... Over that, that stairwell that was... I mean, he was the leader of safety, and this was a... It was a... From, I we had talked about it before you got here. Obviously. Yeah. Or you were... Listen, yeah, we, his memory's we, no, bad. No, I, I wasn't here for... But so how... You might have been here. No, I wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, we got it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> we so talked about the Notoriously super scary, and they yeah. just don't do anything about it? Uh, it is a little bit of a scary stairwell. It's not your typical... Do you, do you feel less safe with pot in Portland around you? That's uh, a good question. Absolutely not. Right? Yeah. Uh, are you worried about your community that you live in being impacted negatively by fucking marijuana in the neighborhood? No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, what about with I, teenage daughters? Yeah. No, not at all. Have you yeah. had? Have you had to talk about like? Have you like? Would you talk to them about alcohol? Like, uh, or I guess have you talked to them about alcohol or drugs? Like, how do the how the fuck do you approach that as a parent? <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. We've had the conversation yeah. uh, about alcohol. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that we've specifically had it about pot. Sure. Um, yeah, just they are in the. We feel like they're in the same place. Yeah. In one of my color daughters is off to college so they're yeah. really not right know, whatever yep you know she's <laughs> <laughs> we all know how college goes <laughs> yeah you know, no, no, you, she's, I know. she's no, doing that, good i mean yeah. just look at us general she's doing great kids are different what am i gonna say she's yeah. got straight a's yeah you know no. she's got a 4-0 yeah yeah you're hell yeah you need to do something different proud dad yeah yeah party, party less yeah yeah no. so enjoy yeah. life but yeah no it it just feels like the same conversation as alcohol. Yeah. Like the fact that it's legal does not yep. feel like you need to have a different conversation. About Absolutely. It. So, I agree. Yeah. And that's yeah. good to have that kind of communication. Yeah. I don't think it's the downfall of civilization. Yeah. At all. Cause it's yeah. not. So, it's, no, it's really not. We got a lot of other issues to worry about here. Right. Correct. Right. Um, awesome. What's, uh, what's your most memorable live concert? Oh, good question. I've never heard that one before. I was going to say, do we I switch it not... from most memorable to favorite? Oh, either or. Thank you. Uh, let me do. You've been me... to what two? I've been to <laughs> I've been to a half dozen concerts in my life. <laughs> <clears throat> Steve was with me, standing right next to me with one Mo- of them. The, the mot- motels, motels at <laughs> Mott Gym at Cal Poly back in '85, I think. '84, '85, yeah. Um, so. I can tell you about two that were very memorable. Okay. So I'm 16 years old back in the early 80s and at the L.A. Coliseum. I'm actually both from at the L.A. Coliseum, which um, is part of it being memorable. But, you know, I, some concerts in big spaces like that, um, they're not very intimate. They're different. Yeah. But, you know, when you got 100,000 people there. That energy, crazy. right? It is crazy. The collective so, energy. Yeah. So my first concert, I get to see... The Who and The Clash, which you, yeah. know, you, guys, you guys don't know about. I mean, no, you, they, you know no. who they are. I, yeah. know, I know you know who they are, but you don't really. We didn't, you didn't, we didn't get to see it live. Yeah, yeah but, no. But, uh, yeah, that was that was amazing. So, again, I'm 16 years old. And then in 1988, I went to the Rolling Stones. Was that the Farewell Tour? 
farewell to her, which I always joke about, right? The How last many, time, and you know what? They're hey, so old. They're, and they're doing a farewell tour this year. They are. That's, they're doing another farewell tour. That's uh, fucking crazy. Yeah, so we actually took a bus, um, Jim Madison and Drew. We don't and, use last names. Oh, sorry. Jimbo and Drew <laughs> and a guy named Mark. We took a bus down and had a little... Uh, Loomis? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I forgot about that. that. was a concert I went to see. I did go to see Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw Flock with of Seagulls. Uh, with Todd and Mark Loomis. Yes. Uh, I forgot who else. Oh, God. Who there. was opened up? That was at Santa Barbara Bowl, right? It was at Santa Barbara Bowl. Yeah. That was actually really good. Uh, I might have been Berlin. I think I saw Berlin. Oh, twice. oh so, dude, you saw Berlin. I saw Berlin at Grad Night. Grad Night. Yeah, but I think they were at Santa Barbara Bowl. Also. We saw Berlin, and you remember who the other group at, at Grad Night was? Uh, Greg Kinn was there. The Conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. So, Greg Kinn band. Santa Barbara Bowl. What is this place? Is it a bowling alley? No, it's a no, great no. venue. A yeah. venue. Yeah. 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 It's where I saw Flight of the Concords uh, a couple years ago with Jim. Oh, and Todd. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Spectacular yeah. venue for a concert. Um. Okay, with the who, I want to know. Did you know? Like, were they at their peak? Like, did you know you were going to see some big show, no, or were you like bleeding no. edge? So they was were special. They were way past their peak. But okay. I guess what I'll say was really cool about it is, you know, it's one of the things you get a call from your brother. Hey, we're going to the who. Yeah, and then you go out and discover who the who is. Right. Yeah. You're like, wow, I like that song. I like, I like that, that song. song. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's what I find so interesting about music today. Like my daughters. You know, not only do they know all the words to all the songs now, but with Guitar Hero and Spotify, oh, they know most of the words to the songs that crazy. I used to listen to. I yeah. know, dude. It's it's totally different. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of cool. But anyway, so, yeah, it was part of that that, wow, this is a really good group. It's got a lot of good songs. Yep. And so, yeah, it, w- it was really fun. Um, but then going back to the Rolling Stones concert, con- concert, it's like getting into that stadium, and we got there early, and we've... Again, had a little thing of Bloody Marys. Did Jim get robbed on this one? <laughs> Jim did not. How many times has Jim been robbed, do you think? Uh, I don't know. In your guesstimation, though. At least three times that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> I know I know of two. Specific, I was with Jim on two specifically, <laughs> or at least on the same trip. But anyway, back. so back to, we'll get back to Jim. <laughs> no last name, but we'll get back to Jim. But So anyway, what was cool is we, we get to this concert early, so there's not that many people around, and... Oh, shoot. Cult of Personality. I forget the group that opened up for them. Cult of Personality, I think, was... I don't know if that was a group or the song. Um, One Hit Winner. But anyway, Google... Cult no, of Personality. That's a, no, that's, a, that's a sick band. Yeah, Cult uh, of Personality. personality? Yeah, they, have a, they have like at least a couple of Old guys? real big hits. No, yeah. I think Cult of, Cult of Personality is the song. But anyway, so we get there early. Pretty good opening bands, but... It's just weird by the time the stones got on and, and people start doing the wave. It's just like, does he a hundred thousand people doing the wave? It's like, wow. Uh, yeah. That is just, yeah, it's just trippy. It's like, oh my gosh. Did you do it? Did you get involved? Are you a wave you know, guy? Yeah, I had did. to. You had I to, had right? To. No, never. I was Ever. not going to, I was not going to be one out of 104,000 people that would do the wave. Fuck. I've never done the wave. Never uh, have, never will. I, I say that with pride. I, I've done it. I do it less now. Can we do it now? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. See what you've started. Oh my god! The wave. We're doing it. It's not just do it. You got to get into it, right? You've you've gotta gotta it's got to be the way, Jay. It's got to be the start. You got to send it. Channy, you do it. He's got to start it, and I'm going to end it. I'm going to knock something over. So do it. Let's move on. No. And there's no no wave. No wave.
So anyway, uh, so anyway those were the most memorable concerts. And then um, kind of funny, this year I took my... Uh, so my wife loves Sam Smith. So Sam Smith was playing at the Motor Center. And uh, I was determined to hate this concert. Yeah. And you my, loved I, I know it. my wife's not a listener. Yeah. I, I yeah. liked it a lot. Yeah. Just because, yeah. just because he's good. And he's, yeah. He's a great entertainer. And uh, yeah, it's just because I've just kind of boycotted concerts for so long. And again, this was something that's like, here's, you know, I, I forget if this was a birthday present or something. We, we, we actually had a lot of fun. I feel like I kind of forget how much I enjoy live music uh, throughout different spurts in life. Like right now with two young girls, we don't get out a lot. But like when my wife and I were young, like it didn't like we like a guy, uh, Sean Mullins. He's a nobody, but he plays a fucking guitar and he can sing. And it's like respect the art. Right. Like and, it, and it's a good time. Music live music is usually there's usually good vibes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So That's awesome. I love it. The who. What did I tell you? I told you it was going to be the who. I know. I love it. It's only because I've been to a half dozen concerts. I know. I, I know that. I've been very successful at avoiding. Well, but again, not. I respect your your answer, so don't take this as a criticism. But for a guy who you know the Big Bang Theories, <laughs> their favorite TV series, the Who is in line. Oh, that was the no, no, no. Whoa. Defend yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. I need to. I mean, we need Abs- huge defense. Here. He thinks it's absolutely. The best show on TV. Absolutely. I, you know, it is not the best show on TV. Oh, that's a lie. You said that. You said <laughs> no, I said I love it. It's the second best. We are big Bachelor and Bachelorette fans. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Christ. the Stones and the Who sort of fit in that category sometimes. Yeah. And that's not disrespect to them. So, but to, how, but to get chance, how, much, how, much, how much Big around. Bang Theory have you guys watched? A fuckload. It Too much. Fucking horrible. It's not I've horrible. It. So wait, wait, wait. It's, it's not funny. So you're watching a fuckload of it, but you don't like <laughs> why, why it because I've been I've been stuck in too many situations. It's that, whether it's like whether it's like just buds hanging out or whatever, where the the guys are into it or hanging out yeah. with a girl or whatever. But yeah, I've watched a my lot. My wife, of it. my wife and I can agree to watch it. So I do understand what Channing was going for. Agreeing to watch something does not mean it's good. He said it was the second best show on TV. I don't agree with that, but I will watch it with my wife on a regular basis. You know how many Planet Lifes there are? I can give you four separate Planet Life documentaries that are better than all of that. The problem is, I'd watch the worst documentary. I'd watch a hundred documentaries. I was watching the uh, Frozen Planet Earth last night. I've seen it three, four times. The lizard. That albatross could not get off that ground, man. I felt sorry for that albatross. Fucking struggled for three to four months to get off the ground. Every time. So anyway, I feel like you guys are being judgy. <laughs> I heard you were judgy. I mean, why bring Whoa. it up? I mean, what, what are you you going to change me just no, because I? No, I'm no, sorry. No, no. I'm we, sorry. I didn't, I, I, I didn't know. So I, that was a shock to me. I say I take it back. I, well, I don't take it back. He's I'm sorry. I back. went there. So I find Sheldon Cooper very funny. Uh, he, he's funny. He just stop. I know because you don't watch it. You don't understand. Well, I'm sure you and Sheldon have the same level of math experience. Uh, you know, it's not even the math thing. I mean, I do understand you guys are business people it's, and you wouldn't understand a physics show I get yeah, that yeah here we go <laughs> that's what I was waiting hey, for yeah that's what I was waiting for <laughs> whatever bro yeah that's good shit um what else I got for you dude favorite board game growing up or toy uh, do you remember from your childhood are you not doing questions so today? early <laughs> early childhood definitely the big wheel and the big wheel for some reason Dude. even though you can walk a lot faster no, it was just like the big wheel was like we are mobile the f- we can, we can and go. the fact you could spin out kind yeah, of the on drift, man. Yeah, that, was, that was the first your first drift ever was yeah. on the big wheel yeah. Yeah. that's it yeah, yeah. it's over but but you fancied yourself a skateboarder back in the day like you you, you had a you, you had a half pipe 
Yeah. Uh, back so, at his place, like back when skateboards were a thing. Yeah. This back is, in the day. This yeah. is late 70s. Like nobody knew what skateboarding was. So our first skateboards were um, essentially a little strip of uh, plywood. Plywood. Pl- plywood that Steve Coffee's dad would put together like a little bit of grip tape on it. Nice. <gasps> you grip tape? I just used to cut the roller skates off. It, it was. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't think it. it the initial stuff out of Steve's garage was sandpaper. It's not really grip tape. <laughs> so we start we start in Drew's front yard, and we lay a 4 by 8 piece of plywood on its side. And I still have pictures of us skating that 4 by 8 piece of plywood. And then, yeah. miraculously, somebody decides to open a skate park just right around the corner from our house. So we had a solid way of skate park. You can actually go out on YouTube and see what solid way of skate park looked like. So we got to start skating there, and then we kind of matured uh, well, actually, the skate park went out of business, so we had to build ramps. So. If you guys ever watch, uh, what is it, the the dog? Um, what's that documentary? Yeah, Dogtown. Dogtown or Dog Boy? It's the Dogtown Z Boys. Or yeah, so yeah. so that is the exact yeah, same time. Know, those are, yeah. those guys yeah, are our age. age. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have in a box in my garage. I have yeah. all the magazines with those yes. guys in yeah. it back in back in the day. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. But, but yeah, that, you know, skateboarding. That's so wild. Skateboarding was just it was a weird evolution from skating then a lot i mean i think they cover in the movie right there's they a, lot, a lot of stuff that it's you know, it's kind of like surfing blah blah yeah. blah and then people started riding pools and then ramps and then that you know somewhere it just got so crazy you know you just tell you as a guy that skates it got so crazy okay well that guy's doing an invert yeah you know you can do the basic stuff like i could do front side backside air stuff but you see, they're wow, that guy's doing an invert. Yeah, he's... yeah, they're they're playing a different game. Absolutely, right? you're, still, <laughs> you're like, you're like, you know, I still for me, it. I'm like, wow, I never, I'm just going to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't a surfer, you were a boogie boarder, though, right? Like, uh, did you? I owned a boogie board. Did so. you lean towards either though? Like, everybody tried to get us into surfing. Surfing sucks, but I mean, <laughs> it's good. where we grew up. It was cold and shark infested. <laughs> so, so, like, it was a bad so, combo. Like, actually, so we, we, that boogie board, we did not know it at the time. It's just the problem is, you know, when we were nine years old, Jaws came out. Right? Yes. So, it's just that time you're making a decision about how much time do you want to spend in the ocean. Very little. Jaws, Jaws, <laughs> Jaws, so Jaws will do that. So, to you, you just saw the kid got. The bit it. Uh, I meant to send that to you. Yeah, yeah. Lots I sent him Montana all shark Day attack. Arrows. I sent him shark attack uh, stories because uh, they don't believe sharks attack. I almost started tagging Jim on in Twitter. Uh, yeah, Jim doesn't I, even believe sharks exist. I know, but then I felt like that was yeah, that's the same. That's the same as the, the O linemen that don't believe in CTE. Eh. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I didn't do much surfing. No. Yeah. You and I both like we grew up on the coast. But neither one of us were big ocean guys because it was cold. It was went, miserable. Went to the beach a lot. Yeah, we did. Beach, Abla. Was, beach was warm. That Abla was, nice. was great. Yeah. And it feels weird to ask my my next question because I already know the fucking answer. Well, then don't ask. Why? Why ask? Do you cheat? <laughs> Do I cheat at board games? Yeah. Uh, you have again. I don't. We warmed up with darts, and your foot was over the line. And you tried to cheat. Yeah, yeah. That, and then you tried to insert another turn for yourself uh, because you weren't on yet. <laughs> You're not. So obviously, you were the youngest child. So you oh. had the shit beat out of you, and Craig cheated so I, you. I did not cheat a lot. Ooh, a lo- I like the disclaimer. Yeah, no, I, I uh, really didn't. What is, but what is you? You say with. Some sort of okay. I don't caveat. remember. I don't remember cheating at all. So at Monopoly, did you ever play banker? I did. And I was honest. Yeah. Yeah. Never on. I you, mean, you never realized on me, accident. To me, it's weird. Couple, to me, it is weird. Your guests that talk about. I mean, 
when I'm a banker, I'm transparent. I put all my money right out. You well, put then it out you're where doing it wrong, it. dude. I know. So <laughs> you, you know anything you about banking? You didn't grab from the bottom <laughs> on any of the the cards. You never in clue. You never cheated. It just it it feels like the banking cheating that you would do in Monopoly is insignificant compared to paying the rent at Park Place and Boardwalk, right? Hmm. To me, it just it's insane. So you never so you lost a lot every time. You hate Monopoly, don't you? No. Yeah. It's just cheating. Cheating's not the way to get there. Okay. So that's 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 a great answer. I, I may have. I just don't remember. That's not my typical. So MO. you did. You must have grown up uh, wearing hand me downs. Uh, house kid. So doesn't matter. But I, his, I, did. I know his parents. I did, but my. My recollection's more that my mom used to make our clothes. Yeah, so my mom. That's a big thing. Yeah, my yeah. mom worked part time, and so a lot of time uh, on her hands. Yeah, so she made our clothes, and yep, yeah, love you, mom. Yeah, uh, yeah. She wasn't really fond of us there a couple times. Uh, how many? How many? Um, you're the bad influence, no, it's dude. Not, no, of no, course, no. she didn't like stop, you. Stop, stop. <laughs> uh, I didn't break any of these lamps. How many lamps were broken in the pool room? So it wasn't just a pool room. So we started, my brother and I started with a pillow fight. I don't remember how old I was. And here I don't remember broke this lampshade. Then all of a sudden in the pool room, we had uh, a certain gym was over one day. And he let, our gym. He let a ping pong paddle go. <laughs> broke our, right through the. Broke our pool light. Yeah. And then we were, you Steve, know why we were playing Nerf baseball. That's we were, exactly what we were. We were, throwing, <laughs> we were throwing a Nerf basketball. We were using ping pong paddles to play baseball with yeah. at the pool table. Yeah, yeah. smart. So and Jim inappropriate use of yeah. <laughs> sports equipment. So that was that was broken. That was the and then yeah. Steve and I, I don't remember what we were doing, but my parents had a outdoor table um, in the family room, and it, my mom used to buy these. Uh, You'd buy these uh, sculptures. Trinkets, if you will. Yeah, sculptures. Yeah, she would you paint know, them. You could do, and you'd paint them. And so my, my mom had a holly hobby. Strawberry shortcake. Oh, strawberry shortcake. That's right. Quote, and, unquote. And you for, fucking broke strawberry shortcake? Yeah. <laughs> that for, was mom after a very frustrating. For some reason, we were like boxing, and Steve got a lucky shot right to the chest. <laughs> and I backed up and hit the table. Oh. I backed up into the table. And, <laughs> and then Ronnie like, broke uh, he broke the other one. Yeah, so we had a bar lamp, and <laughs> Ronnie was ping, playing ping pong and swinging and broke, broke the bar lamp. So Four we, lamps. We broke a lot of lamps. Yeah, and, uh, easy to do. Yeah, Mom had, had enough of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the Bryant household. Did you or did you not ever play James Bond on screen? Uh, I don't know if I want to admit to that, but we made a short production of James Bond back in the late 80s. Yeah, so. sure. Called Zinc Finger. <laughs> Next, <laughs> full length feature film. Is there any record anywhere? I'm still looking for the tape. It's the greatest tape ever. We right. recorded it over a porn called Pinky. <laughs> Hence the zinc finger. Yeah. I got it. Just, Chris Jones was the uh, he was the uh, mastermind zinc finger. I feel like Jones has always been like. He may not be the guy instigating it, but he's always right there, like Jones helping. Is always involved. He's always helping. Always involved. He's never saying, "I don't think we should do this, guys." Jones is like, "Well, okay, Steve. <laughs> I mean, if Channing's going to do it, I should probably get involved." So let me give you a good example. Yeah. So Chris Jones, uh, Chris and I were on internship together, and <laughs> uh, 
he had an apartment and his roommate loved to collect newspapers. And so we came over, we'd been drinking a lot, and we came up with this game that Chris was fully participative <laughs> in, which was you stand on the pack of newspapers. Try to knock the other guy off. You try to knock the other guy off with a can of refried beans. Oh, no, fuck. you get your you get the games mixed up. <laughs> you, get, you combine your games. Okay. This was this was Thanksgiving weekend. We were coming up and yeah, there was we did play knock the guy off the papers. That was one of the games. But then we played football with the refried beans. And that's when I threw a refried bean almost to your chest. <laughs> you were open. But we, that was that was in dude. his apartment, right? That was in the apartment yeah. cell. But that's before we went outside and played football on the street. And somebody took oh nasty fall. That, to that was not me. But bottom line is Chris is always engaged. He has, yes. you know, he, he never says he, no. He could raise a flag and yeah. say you shouldn't stand on that stack of newspapers. No, but he, I don't yeah. own them. They're no. not mine. No, why? Is and he's it, not is talking it, just a couple papers. No, he's talking, isn't he's that called hoarding? Like we don't collect newspapers, JJ. Normal people don't stack yeah. newspapers. What what was the point behind the fucking collection, man? Uh, I think he sent them back home. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know. Because he, he was way behind. <laughs> you might want to get out ahead of that one. Uh, anyways, I need, to, I need to go. We need to keep going. I forgot about this whole part of your life that we really need to talk about. Stubbs, you used to sit at the, you used to man the bar for a couple Bridgeport IPAs. Every Friday night. Three, three IPAs. You were allowed every three Friday Bridgeport night. IPAs yep. every yeah. Friday. Yep. Sure. Uh, and you, true or false, <laughs> you were there when Steve got in a fight in the parking lot and didn't even get up off of your fucking stool? I mean, look at his uh, broken finger. Let me call partially true. Partially Which true. Which part? <laughs> Which part was true? <laughs> I say just for my sake because I don't know the story. So, Let's so, just tell okay, the whole so, story. So I was there. I was there. I think you guys have characterized it incorrectly. I think my brother-in-law this sounds an awful lot like sandy yeah, in, the, in the mayday situation but let's go go ahead your brother-in-law yes uh, my brother-in-law had recovered so i that's think that's a lie off it no my brother-in-law and i were sitting at the bar when the call came out from leanne that there was a fight going on in the parking lot absolutely that's exactly how it happened and what did you do when you heard about that uh i got mo- some popcorn i moseyed outside <laughs> did you I did. You I don't recall you ever being did out Did you there. put your beer down? Because that's going to tell me your level of commitment to that fight. Had you, if you brought so, your beer, so, you had no interest. If you left your beer on the counter, you were, you were. I, w- I will say, in general, there was very little interest. There was one little melee that had just broken up, which was Steve and this person and Steve's crazy finger. Um, and then there was this other melee that had just broken up. So I actually, um, Josh was there. I don't. Jo- Josh Graber was there. I don't know if he was there to give us a ride, but he, he was, was there. He was that. yelling when we came out, saying, right. "You guys are done." Yeah. yeah. So interesting. But, yeah, so it wasn't me. It wasn't me were... sitting alone. My brother, me and your Taylor, brother... me and Taylor were sitting. In so the he had bar recovered when... at this point. Correct. He was not asleep on the other side of the strip mall. Yes. By Has the way, that happened? Absolutely. <laughs> I love I love my brother-in-law. <laughs> let, me, let me just say he's coming out next weekend. And he's booked a flight and his return flight to Boise's. It's eight o'clock on. Does Sunday. Taylor listen to these? He does. Shout out Taylor. Yeah, yeah. But I love him. I'm like, or, like yeah. a brother-in-law. <laughs> but it's actually, you know, I'm like, dude. By the way, you know, you're flying back on Super Bowl Sunday at eight o'clock. <laughs> like he's gonna miss the last part of it. Yeah. Oh, Super Bowl. So a little defense here. You wanted to bring something up. You wanted to make an apology. Oh, yeah. So I've forgotten what I was going to apologize. So, JJ, uh, I forgot that I yelled at you in Vegas. (laughs) I actually forgot. I forgot about that. 
That was whole a little show, section. Uh, you were, you know, you were a pain in the ass. Yeah, but I, I don't, I I don't think, it. I don't think you deserved to get the fuck out of the room. So I think the language I used. No, it was cool. I yeah, knew I was I, in the wrong place. You know, I, no, absolutely. But I just feel bad. I try to pride myself on not directing the f word at people. You know, I, I don't mind dropping the f bomb. It's just sure. when, you know you when you directed at people, I just. Pride yourself on how you found the room. I don't know how. Like, happened. how did you find the room? I want to know that and how I found my room that night and how you found your room later. I don't know any of it. Uh, right, Chad? I know you're staying on the other side of the tracks that night. Uh, yeah, I was over at the Rio. Yeah, so. long ways away. Yeah. After you'd taken our company to the cleaners. I don't know about that. You wanted me there. <laughs> he, he was sort of like a pay-to-play kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't quote his time in Bunches yeah. of Roses. We did mention how much it costs on, our, I think, our last podcast. Uh, you know, Steve flew me out here for this, uh, for my amazing insight on adoption. He you know out. I do a lot of weird shit. <laughs> but never for that. Chan Chan. No. <laughs> Chan never benefiting. We could have called this one it. <laughs> he made it clear this is filler material. Yeah. So I, we get our good guests. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, you're we we had a guy drop so, out on us this week. That yeah. was, was a little what, what was Stubbs to you? Was it supporting a friend? Was it a little bit of both? Was it a local bar for you? Like, did you, did were, would you consider yourself a regular because oh. you wanted to be there or because Steve, it was Steve? Did Ab- you like Stubbs? Absolutely. No, I loved it. Yeah. So, no, it was a great it was a great time of my life. You know, it sure. was, I was a regular every Friday night. Went down for my three beer bridge ports. Um, probably shouldn't have, but drove. Thought I was comfortable driving back down Cloverdale, <laughs> yeah, but that was over three hours. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not you, like I. It's no. not like I chugged them. You met, but, you hung uh, out for the night, like, yeah. but yeah. it was you know it was cool. It's yeah. cool having a place to go and talk to the other regulars. Yeah, I do. By the way, I disagree with you guys. I do like the. I like the cinnamon and the chili. Every time I make chili, I, I love it. No, no, no. It's, not, it's, it's it. me. It's only Is him. That, the, like, I, like, I harp best. on it. Yeah, it's it, the best. Yeah, I it's a unique... I don't like it. I definitely don't like it overpowering. But, yeah, you know. It's, I, I so Steve. I'll do you go, use chorizo though too. I'm I'm a kitchen sink chili guy. Yeah, so okay, I yeah. really go through whatever I have. Okay, and I definitely like sausage and ground beef. Yeah, right? I know you anything. like sausage. What is salami brother, dude? Yeah. Isn't that what? You, isn't that your role? We guarantee it. I <laughs> uh, have to show you guys. Like, fuckers! Sure. I made. I had an, an award-winning chili I made this year with coffee, and it had a little bit of cinnamon in it. Yeah. Uh, so I, your big thing was you hated the olives, uh, or was it the hominy? I've had, I've it had was the about it both. was the whole package. Yeah. I don't think we made the chili. I don't think the chili I tried was the original chili. I think it transpired Possibly. into a pile of shit by the time I got there, uh, because the pub wasn't ran like top notch. So, <laughs> ooh, who was that directed at? Uh, the people that took over after I'd left. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay not a Friday night customer. No. <laughs> Gave me, yeah. I guarantee you that. No, yeah, it, yeah for me it was. Totally awesome, right? I get to go down every Friday night, hang out with my friend. He's working, have a few beers. And yep. Yeah. No, those were good days. To, yeah, those were awesome They really days. were. Yeah. We had a couple uh, couple Lebois take place there. Yep. We watched Sandy to have a near heart attack there. Yeah, but, no, definitely good times. Definitely good times. <laughs> well, you don't have to, like, that's Except not the heart segue. Attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I think that. I think we've I, run the gamut with this guy. I think so. Like, uh, you got anything else to add? It wasn't that painful, right? That was not bad at all. Right? Right? Everybody thinks it's going to be painful. We're good. You did great. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. I, 
appreciate you staying away from the list I gave you. Well, hold on. We're still recording, bro. We're still recording. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't talk about New York City. Uh, Can can we just – let's just – I'm not going to talk about one aspect, but I do want to – were we or were we not trying to dine and dash and got outran by a 60-year-old man as we were running away from him? Yeah, we didn't really even put up much of a fight. I didn't anyway. I didn't either. Yeah. Well, he caught you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. Like, <laughs> so it, imagine you're in Soho and you dine and dash, and you know it's a twenty six dollar tab, and you have twenty four dollars in your pocket. That's all and, we had. Yeah, and you decide to run. You don't know where you're running. No, yeah, and it wasn't just, just running. It wasn't just the sixty year old man. There were a couple of people. There was a there. bouncer too. There, there's a yeah. few. There's a posse so almost. Actually, it's like, you know, where are you going to run that they don't know? Yeah. So they yeah. caught us. Yeah, we gave them the. Every, all $24 yes. we had. Don't you ever come back. And we wouldn't. <laughs> and we didn't. We haven't since. I have not been back to that bar. But, uh, but we totally wanted to pay. Right? Remember, well, yeah. you had sent me out on a, hey, yes. go get some money from an ATM. <laughs> go <team>. borrow. <laughs> so I did. I went out. I, I walk out and to, to uh, brothers, and I mean this in the nicest way, uh, on their bikes, say, hey, where you headed, buddy? And I'm like, well, I'm just looking for an ATM. <laughs> and I thought that statement through. <laughs> what happened? Thought, I'm gonna go back and check out my buddy. <laughs> and chance on you get the cash. I'm scared. No. I got scared and came back. So we're gonna have to go with plan B. And plan B <laughs> was Dine run. What, what and not even leave the cash we had. Like it was yeah. just let's get the fuck you out. You should have left it. Leave we the twenty four. We understand yeah. that now. There was a lot of things or learned even, on that. Or even Bro, just the dude, four. Leave the leave the four dude, so it looks like there's something. Have a conversation with you, them. You're talking have to the guy combo. that had the ketchup and mustard fight. Right. <laughs> we talked about it. Yeah. That was yeah. the same yeah. trip. It was, trip. It was the same yeah. trip. But this so was later guys, in the trip. We should have learned from that. You guys were in a good spot. <laughs> yeah, you'd reach peak maturity at that point. Another question: Is Niagara Falls the most disappointing landmark you've ever seen outside of Plymouth Rock? Uh, what's it? the most? Di- what's which one is the most disappointing? Plymouth Rock is for yeah, sure. It's, it's so, so small. It's a rock, right? Like, it's, a, it's, it's like a, a boulder. little rock. Really? Yeah, we were talking about what could we lift it? Yeah, we were. Could we get it? Steal it? Plymouth it, Rock? It could. It could fit in the back. It's not Plymouth Rock. It is a. It's a little bit of Plymouth Rock. You could. Is put it, it eroded away? We, yeah, it's, we had talked about taking it. It's 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 five feet wide and two and a half feet around. I mean, you think it's going to be this big rock that a ship could pull up to? No, no, it couldn't find that fucking pebble. The, the ships weren't that big back then. We were a little disappointed by that, but Niagara Falls is pretty disappointing too. Right? I mean, we drove six hours, and we're like, that's it? Was it in the winter? Like, was it at low water? Like, what was... No, like, it was September. It was hotter than shit. Oh. So maybe there's no water at the end of the year. So, that, like, was there stuff coming over it? No, it's oh, just... Right. Absolutely. There's water coming lots over Lots of water. Right? Yeah, sure. It's just... It's boring. Like, wow, it's not... Have you been to Shoshone Falls? Yeah, same yeah. shit. That's water coming over the top. Uh, so that's waterfalls, but, like, okay... So, so you guys don't like this, waterfalls. So this, this comes <laughs> back to this topic that's come up in my, you know, life this week is the... The pictures that you see of it, yeah, you see perfect pictures from pristine angles, yeah, and it's in the sun, light. the lights hitting it just right, and there's mist coming uh, off yeah, of it, absolutely. And, and you show up, and it's a rainstorm. No, well, it was, it was, it was, it was nice a rainstorm, <laughs> but it's just like this. You know, no, we it, went up to it was, we went up to the cafe, had a beer, and left. You yeah. know what? The guys that go over it in a barrel, totally. I got a lot of respect for it. It's, it's huge, <laughs> but it's not. But yeah, we're just like yeah. It, it was pretty it, underwhelming. Well, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds like maybe just your guys' date didn't go real well. Nope. Uh, yeah. no, that was an easy trip. 
again, I drove every single mile. Uh, From where to where? Oh, fuck. Uh, flew into Boston, hung out with Sandy for a weekend, then made our way down to New York City. We we're came through, up through New York Connecticut, City. right? We, we came up through Pennsylvania. Remember, we had a beer there in the uh, in the Poconos. We stopped over there. But on the way and then out, we made our way the way to Syracuse. We stayed a night in Syracuse. You're missing Old Saybrook, Connecticut. We left. Oh no, Mystic. Uh, we stayed in Mystic, Connecticut. Yeah. When we had, yeah, that was from Boston to Mystic, Connecticut yeah. to New York City, New York City to Syracuse. We went to Scranton. You're, you're forgetting Scranton. We stopped in Scranton for a beer. Yeah, we didn't stay there. No, we had a beer there, and then we made it to Syracuse. And it was a fucking rainstorm. And then we decided, are we going to go to Niagara Falls or the Baseball Hall of Fame? A decision I've regretted to this day. Yeah. Uh, you should. We, I can't yeah, believe. No, 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 no. It, 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 was, it was a distance thing. And it was, a, it was the way the trip was scheduled. And then uh, we ended up in Utica. And we fucking schooled these guys in a couple doubles pool. Like it was a local dive bar in this fucking like, herb, like blue yeah. collar town. Yeah. And we we're staying the night in Utica. And we went over there, and I had the greatest double bank shot I've ever had in my entire life. I'll never forget it. And Jay looked at me like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We Got lucky. Guys in Utica. Yeah. And then we ended up in uh, Albany, and that's where they asked what kind of sauce. What kind of sauce? Was that Albany? That was Albany. What kind Ooh. of sauce do you want on your salad? We're like, you mean uh, salad you dressing? Sauce? <laughs> 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 well, where are you getting the sauce, honey? What kind of sauce you want? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a week of just driving around. Eastern United States. Yeah. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Peace out. Sounds good. Thank you, Chan Chan.